Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, or an avatar thereof, and this is episode 663.5, We Nerd World. Hopefully you guys are having a good Father's Day of what's left of. Cheers, Ned Denver. 710 counting sewer. Then his chat popped out. Flipped over the live chat. How you guys doing? What are you smoking on? Green fingers, you broke my heart. Dad made me pace. So, what's up? How you guys doing? Here we go. I got everything good. Oh, there we go. Where'd you go, Chad? It's a good tune. There we go. I know it. I wish there was an eagle avatar. Bullshit. Top chat's a live chat. I thought I had that taken care of, but I guess not. Oh, yeah. I guess I should switch cameras. There we go. Oh, Dog days, gardens. Cheers to you. How's your day? Gotta roll me up to bed. Annie here. Clean up this tray. It's a mess. What are you guys smoking on? LA Coach. Yo, yo, yo. Blowing nose. Cheers. Grace Ungrown 207. Hillbilly Herbs. Uh-huh. Oh, the eyebrows move too. What? What? That's too funny. Yes, bro. Yeah. Who figures what's that? The body doesn't move, though. They haven't figured out the arms. I don't know if the ears move. Just the eyebrows and all. Eyes. Matches your blinks. Yeah, yeah. Deep Boy Bacon, John and Kennedy rolling in already. What's up, Chip? What's up, Johnny? Smiley. You look like a chipmunk tonight, man. (laughs) All chippy, yeah? What's up, brother? How are you doing, Smiley's Angels? What's up, man? What you guys smoking on tonight? 
Well, I've been smoking out a little combination of uh, Miranda Family Farms and SoCal's Mendo Loco and the uh, Maureen's Mustache. Been uh, kind of dueling up on those things today. And rather nice. But you smiling? I was smoking the uh, Sky Stomper, some of the pre rolls we had left over. So. <laughs> good shit. Right on. So you did good on that day, huh? It was good, man. Yeah, it's definitely good. It's exciting. Had a blast. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It was cool. Got to meet Red Pill and he came nice. all the way out. Yeah. I guess he won tickets from Fergroli or something. Oh, wow. How cool. Yeah. Fergroli was there. I got, yeah. got some Clementine. A little bit of dabbing up. Yeah, I'll have to break out the shit again. <laughs> Why didn't the dab phase last? Yeah. I gave it a, like a, if I were to put a good like stamp on it, time stamp, I think it came and went at least here, you know, it's like a regular thing, probably three months, three months of that having a rigor out. And I was like, my lungs just can't take it no more. <laughs> Shit. I didn't even like dab after that. You know what I mean? I took a good heartbreak. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm the same way. It makes my, I don't know. I couldn't dab all day. If I do a couple, I'm good. Gives me that tickle like cough. Yeah, I just, I just take a, a few bong hits throughout the day, basically. Except when I'm on the show here, like 420 just seems like to roll around too often. As a matter of fact, oh shit, 420, look at that. Damn it. Uh, I've been waiting to bring up the argument again, but we gotta wait for Major. <laughs> waiting since yesterday. So <laughs> I was so triggered I had to leave a comment. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I, it was it was a, a little uh I won't say heated, but it was an elevated conversation for sure. Uh, it's good. It's good. To... It was a very uh, illustrated conversation. Let's put it that way. <laughs> that for sure. Yeah, there's absolutely no way. You're you're right, totally. <laughs> like the only way that it, uh yeah, the only way extended power would be even close to the same would be to double the yield or have a higher yield. Because no matter what, you have double costs in the flower in it every time. Every time. Uh, if it was worth it, we would be doing it, right? <laughs> yeah. Sad for true. 
<laughs> people high as fuck doing math. <laughs> it's easy math, though. It's easy as fuck math. That's the problem. <laughs> it's not complicated. Uh... <laughs> I think I had nightmares about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> like the little dog running, sleeping, shit. And all like fucking drawing <laughs> pictures and shit. No! 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 <laughs> it's like this. <laughs> That's good shit, though. <laughs> it is a good conversation, though, and I get what you say, but no matter what, you're going to have to have double the room, double the space, or double the yield to make it equal. You know, and if you have double the space, you got double the cost. So, right. It's all in the number of harvest per year. Like, a, I don't know, an eight week one's going to be what is that, like six and a half times or something a year. And even, even to go to a nine week is going to bring you down, you know, five and three quarter or whatever times a year harvesting uh, even well it's even more than that in the instance that we were using because we were using a 12 month perpetual so it's month for month you know what i mean so that it would take more room or in this ex equation you know we were talking about a 12 12 room flowering system so one room per per month was coming down so that's that's a lot. That's twelve harvests per year, or twelve harvests of the long run, or twenty-four. Basically, I was figuring. Oh, I care for what you asked for. Twenty-four are the eight weeker. <laughs> there he is. He's coming in. Maybe he's got better diagrams to explain it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like why we, oh, that was that was awesome. I guess that's why. <laughs> Major and Robert, welcome in. How are you, gentlemen? Cheers. On this Fantastic. fine father, uh, leftover Father's Day. Yeah. Not easy day for me, man. Just kept care of some plants, filled up some two hundred gallon pots. Got some nine-pound hammers. Got a beautiful blueberry back. Man, I haven't seen a good blueberry like that in years, man. This guy smoked me up a blueberry, gave me a clone. Shit. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And this is not like a DJ Short shitty fucking blueberry that has a terrace with no yield. This is like real deal Holyfield. Oh, he's missing part of the year, motherfucker, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a real deal right there, man. I don't know. Blueberry terps is always that one that you want, right? You may have it once in a while, but that real blueberry, oh, man. Like, I thought the blueberry that I had from the Blue Dream was good, but this one, this one just crushed it. And uh, it's not such a big bud problem. Like, uh, blue, you don't want big buds up here in fucking outdoors, right? You just don't want that shit. Just more issues and your, your anticipated yield just goes down. Ever anything beyond two inches, man, you're fucked. Well, you're not fucked. You so depend on the, your you gear think, a lot, right? Do you think big buds are a hallmark of a good growth? 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good grow usually. You know, you maximize the plant's potential anyways, yield boys. But it not necessarily means great cannabis, so. so would it be would it be the hallmark then? Of great cannabis or of uh, a, a big bud? Growing. I mean, is that like a measure to say, hey, I did a good job growing at these big two liter size buds? Well, that's when it, it, we got to consider like the quality of the high versus the quality of the yield. Right? You can get both, but it's, that's rare, I think. I think majority of the better cannabis has a smaller yield versus you know, bigger stuff. And the end product, too, as far as that goes, I mean, how much trimming is involved. Some plants are a pain in the ass, you know? True, true enough, Johnny, man. Yeah, a lot of those little cookie strays, man. All of a sudden, you know, a plant, a four-foot plant could yield you, like, eight ounces with ease. Those dense little nuggets, all about, you know, inch and a half. I'm always surprised about the cookie cultivars. Well, that that Amy Aces, she's pretty she's pretty rock hard. She'll break a window. Yeah, that's another thing too. We could probably talk about is that you know bud density versus um, potential harvest problems. You know, I guess indoor growers never think of that shit, but you do. You know, you obviously even when you get the big buds indoors, you sort of want to break it up and kind of expose that. Um, you know, inner stock there, you will get some mold if you're up in the 60s anyways, right? Some of those big fucking NYCD buds, you know? Man, those diesel buds are crazy. Yeah, I've never really considered that um, a quality thing or even a good measure of a good grow being like a ginormous bud like that. To me, that's always looked like it's been like overfed or even given too much of like a hormone or something to like express them that way. I don't know. But it, it I don't know. And the beers that I've had them or had in the past when I've had it like that, it's never been a, an enjoyable thing. Not to trim, not to smoke, none of that. You know? Big bugs? Uh, I got Fuck yeah, them big bugs are asking for trouble, man. I even break them down when they're drying, you know, as much as possible. Uh, It's kind of one of the reasons why I like the dryer, because I can break them down and dry them out a little quicker like that. And just leaving them to hang is the recipe for fucking rot. All that work you put into it. And you're just leaving it up to chance like that. What the? Not to mention, as Smiley was talking, proper storage. You know, mm, fuck that. I'd rather break it down into nugs. Take a picture of it and break it down into nugs. Yeah, mo- yeah. most of most of the people don't like that big stock in the middle of it too, right? Like a big nugget, you have a pretty big stock. You know, like I, I remember winning big bud competitions with like two ounce nuggets. Right, and the only qualification is that all the buds have to uh, touch each other. Right, you have a little bit of stock, but you gotta have mostly all bud. That's to touch each other, man. And you get to the and lowers, that, and um, can I ask you if you ever got that? Go ahead. Two, I'm not necessarily running a sea of green to where each little plant's running 
a single cola or you know what i mean it's running an air air miracle stem cola basically that single top cola you know only that's being done in a tester phase when i haven't topped and i'm getting that one single big cola any other time i run that plan i'm topping and it's not necessarily an option to have that just one huge cola all the energy is being spread out throughout the plant you know what i mean i'm not shooting for that big node i i, I do kind of like that uncle reefer style right his grow well, well he used to grow you know that single dominant big bud style single you know 900 milliliter pot filled up with cocoa stacked in like sardines everything stripped down it's that main cola it's a pretty cool technique, man. But I guarantee he, he probably does take all his nuggets apart. He doesn't leave that big bitch exposed. Um, you know, a lot of time, especially with us, you know, outdoor growers, we don't have indoor facilities to dry our crops. Well, I don't anyways. Indoor facility, just being a barn, I don't have a controlled atmosphere per se, right? Like my, my techniques is <laughs> almost, you know, mercy of mother nature sometimes. And I'm always surprised at how a, a barn with gas in it can dry shit out. <laughs> but you're a bad season, man. Shit. You gotta bust out the poly, help the barn out, bring the dehues. <laughs> man, I fucking hate harvest. <laughs> There's other ways in systems like that. That's where you kind of start whole plant and fucking, you know, and dictate leaf how bad you're going to strip that thing, you know, according to your temperature and stuff like that. You know, if you're expecting a super dry time when you're in your barn there, you might want to leave a little more leaf on there. You expect oh, yeah. it to be humid as fuck. Buck that thing down to nothing but the buds. Get a couple of oh, going. Most like people that. wouldn't even believe what I do. Like I, we rerun giant lines across fucking fields, right? And we hang these bitches up on on cable all right and we'll leave it out there sometimes depends on the weather 10 12 days straight up dude up hanging upside down if it rains who fucking cares we can't be bothered with every crop like that and we'll go along and we'll get someone to inspect it quickly and if there's any fuzzy mold it gets cut right away it's just gone but i'm always surprised at like the lack of mold <laughs> just a plant hanging up in the middle of the woods right in the field i'm always surprised dude Plenty of airflow. Yeah, plenty of airflow for sure. But there's also like just a fine exposure. Like, oh man, that's gonna mold right up. I mean, we're fucked, dude. But it's actually a technique I took from these um, Oriental fellas. They took me into a crop and showed me how they did it. I was like, I was impressed. I was like, fuck, this is the way you have to handle these large numbers, right? There's no other options unless you want to bring a bigger crew, but certain size of crop you're just left you can't transfer the plant so far with such weight you gotta get at least half half dry crazy i just ran into a guy this week or the other day that was uh he buys like the whole plant so you know like if you're like you were describing the major and you don't have the room to dry it or whatever He's the guy to pay a calf for the size plant and whatever. Kind of, I'm assuming he does it kind of like just off the cuff, looking at it. Eh, I'll fucking hand you this, you know. 
but he comes and chops the whole thing, takes it, hangs it, dries it himself, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had a concept about that. About, I was going to call it raw cannabis. Save me from trimming all my shit. And you can see the fade in the families. You can judge the, you know, the quality of the fade if you overdosed it. All that shit. You can definitely um, get advantage of seeing those leaves, right? Where we, most of the time we just strip it all off. It's almost like a hide it, right? You don't want that. You get a beautiful fade. All of a sudden, people start complaining about being yellow and brown near the bud. You're like, well, that's because I got I let it fade too much, dude. It should be awesome, clean smoke. But all of a sudden, they're like, mm, you got anything else? <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I've got this over-lies, over-fertilized green shit over here for you. <laughs> and yes, I do have the odd crop that I just spread that fucking Dega fucking chemical salt shit. Well, we also have crops that we don't do any modifications at all. It's just straight up natural. Which I prefer, you know, it just, it's always nice to have that little three foot plant that you didn't do anything to. Just a beautiful three by three. You're like, just beautiful. (laughs) That's no support needed. Nothing. Well, them big old butts are sexy, but they, you know what I mean? I, they, they're worrisome. That's all I'm saying. Well, uh, you can control some of that stuff, like with, you know, with the lack of inputs. You know, <laughs> if you know one year you're kind of fading out large, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, there are a couple crops that does seem like after, you know, year 15, year 17, we're in some of these locations that it is almost like we've got to modify something now. Like there are some growth issues that seem to be coming up that we never faded, never had, including, you know, that week six fade where it's all yellow. You're like, fuck, two more weeks. Come on, man. Maybe even three needed. So that's pretty rare. That I'm going to have to say that <laughs> possible that somehow we fucked up mother at this mother. There's, you know, there's, you know, possibly one of my boys added some shit that I didn't know about, fucked it all up, made some copper shit. <laughs> you know, I have no idea. But it does seem like that some of our older areas are requiring some um, anal- analytical information, you know, from that shit. I need a soil test for my crops now. <laughs> they, got, they got crop rotation, man. You need to throw some uh, alfalfa in there or something, let it grow. Well, if you if you're, I'll take a picture of this shit. Our in between the plants is still natural vegetation. It's not like this is heavily tilled area. This is just natural holes that were built up, and the stems are still there, right? You leave a good eight inch stock, you come back, the ancient eight inch stock's still there. It's easy to find your hole. You pull that fucker out, put it in. It's the easiest transplant in the world. We're talking about like hundred plants an hour type of deal, right? You can just push them in, no problem. It's weird. Must be like a pH shift or something. Weird. I, don't know. I remember some dude saying something about copper. So it was like that copper shit we needed and some sulfur. So it's like, all right, group approved it. Do it. And ever since then, to be honest with you, that it's, you know, that copper. <laughs> 
I, I remember looking at copper and I believe it's what between eight and 20 parts per million they want. Right. And whatever that does. Um, I, I'm sure it's important, but when it's such a slow number, I don't think we should be fucking with stuff like that. What do you mean? Like, trying to add it? Is that what you're yeah. Yeah. Trying to fix that issue when it's such a low number. Maybe it's 50 parts per million, but something in my head says it's only like eight that you want on the copper. I think it's even less. Yeah. It's not. It's very, very minuscule amount. Mm -hmm. But, um, but yeah, I don't know, man. It's got to be there. It's not going to function. So like, if you don't have it and you don't add it, you're going to have issue too. So you got to try to get it in there somehow, you know? Mm -hmm. True enough. Did uh, did you happen to do the... Uh, you were dealing with iron issues, weren't you, Smiley? You, you, got, you got an iron, not copper? No, it was uh, um, manganese, copper, and iron. Oh, those, those are the main three. Which is fucking weird because it's like such a same thing. It was like a super, super teeny tiny amount. And I'm like, not buying boron to fucking add this little, like, it was like, I forget. I'd have to look. Like, yeah. Shit, smiley. Fuck, dude, it wasn't yeah. copper. In the whole yard and shit. It was like so small amount. How do you drop, how do you mix in a drop of boron in like a pile of soil and you know you've got it evenly dispersed? You know what I mean? Yeah, and you hope you've watered it in, I guess. Yeah, it was borcil, I think it's called the product. Right, it's a cheap boron supply. What was that again? Solubor or something like that. Yeah, I think it's something like that. I remember one year that was approved too, that product. So it's copper and boron, all that small shit. Man, when you add too much of it, which I presume, of course, we did. <laughs> <laughs> world of world of hate, man, all of a sudden on, on amendments, right? It's just like you have well, samples of... <laughs> You don't know what these kids do once in a while, man. <laughs> yeah, that's the nice thing having the like soil report or the test done is you kind of have an, not that their tests are exactly accurate because it's still a sample or whatever, but it's like you got a direction of kind of an area to be. So like, um, get an idea how much to add after that. And when you do that, Smiley, you, you bounce around from pot to pot, right? Different areas. I don't samples. mark them, so I guess there's a chance that it's, you know what I mean? I'm grabbing some from the same pot, but I try to grab it from four different ones, yeah. He goes killing me with the gopher. I know, man. It's just driving is that what that's supposed to be? Yeah, is that our groundhog or a beaver without his teeth, man? He got knocked out or something. What's up, Green Fingers, man? You pop more seeds? You're muted, Eagle. Or, I mean, puppy dog. <laughs> better, better one, better two. Better one. Better two. Number two looks friendlier. <laughs> that looks like a bad motherfucker there. Yeah, you too intimidated. <laughs> <Chipmunk>. Yeah. <laughs> That's some funny uh, shit. 
Fuck you, squirrels. <laughs> you know, actually, as a kid, I had yeah, like. You're uh, afraid of squirrels, fly- aren't you? Really? They're going after my nuts, mom. I'm telling yeah. you, man. These motherfucking squirrels lived above my bed. I was, a, I was uh, the guy on the top bunk. My brother had. He, he got the lower bunk. So I got the top bunk. And these fuckers would scratch the ceiling. And it just bugged me. I'd hear it and just stare at the ceiling all fucking night. <sighs> motherfuckers. Fuck you, flying squirrels. And of course, my old man liked the flying squirrels, so he didn't do nothing about them. <laughs> I think eventually they moved on or whatever. But yeah, you don't want squirrels in your attic. Chewing shit, making mess, but whatever. Yeah, I guess so. It's kind of like mice, right? We've been living along with mice, mice so long. Yeah, sure. One in a trillion yeah, odd event it. might happen. When it happens, it happens and nobody knows. <laughs> everybody dies. It's already around. Look at that monkey pox shit. Hey, we'll, we'll know when it's happening. We'll know it, trust me. Talking about pests and shit, when I was living in Pennsylvania, right there outside of, right, right on the border of New Jersey, and uh, Pennsylvania, near Bangor, Pennsylvania. This area, this man had a uh, an 1842 farmhouse that he had been living in for a while. And when I was out there, one night I was out there checking out the, uh, the property on it. And I noticed something coming out of the chimney. And I thought, well, that's interesting. And then I also noticed that there was uh, something coming out of the side of the house, too. And it was always right around dusk. And I thought, what the, what the heck is this shit, man? Because I, I wasn't really paying attention. I would just see glimpses of something going on. So one night I got there, and, and I'm sitting there checking this place out, watching the, uh, watching the wall. And three at a time, bats were going flying out. And in in a little bit, three more would come flying out, and and it did the same thing out of the chimney. This guy had a bat cave inside of the attic rafters. The whole upstairs, a twenty by thirty room, was uh, absolutely filled with bat guano and all kinds of shit all up inside the stuff and it'd been up in there for years that's so gross and, i think he'd smell oh that. my god dude when you went up into the attic there was a there was a hint of a it was a finished attic it, you know you know it, so it was finished off but there was there was a hint of something and you really couldn't figure out what it was even in the uh, the crawl spaces in the in the attic, you didn't see any bat debris or anything like that up in there, because they they got into certain areas and they just literally loaded up the whole upper upper section, full of it. And uh, when I found out that this was going on, I said um, I, I called up the family members and I let them know that we have a bit of an issue at the house. So. <clears throat> They came in and it, and it took them, it took them a month to uh, evacuate 
and uh, clear it out. First, they had to put netting up and block up all the holes and everything. And, and uh, after they would come at night when they all came out, and then they would start blocking at the holes where the where the bats were coming out because there was only a few holes that they had that were accessed. And uh, so they did that, and then they started doing the cleanup throughout all the attic, tearing everything out, and pulling it. Oh my God, there was there was amazing man it must have been a foot deep easily throughout the whole area of the group or inside the uh, the room and it was absolutely disgusting and uh <clears throat> after they got that taken care of next thing you know they started going down into the chimney and they were in the fireplace and he wasn't using the fireplace so when i looked out into into the grand room where this guy was where he was at. I I saw something flying around in there, and the damn bats were in the house. Now we had like four or five bats flying around in a in a in a, a bombardier type pattern, looking for bugs and shit inside this guy's house. And the only way for me to get him out of there was using a broom, and I would stick the broom up in the air, and they would land on the broom. And then I could go to a window, open up the window, and let him out. That's, that's how I had to, to get him out of there. It was, it was, well, it was, now we know how to catch bass, Johnny. Thanks, brother. Yeah, well, that was a, it was a technique I used a lot of different ways trying to do it. You know, throwing shoes and towels and all kinds of different shit at it. Nothing worked until I put a broom up in there and it would land on the ground. Yeah. I don't know about that guano stuff anyways, man. I used to use it, and then you did a little bit of research, and all of a sudden you like, realize that these guys just go in and just demolish these caves. And a little bit of ecosystem that's there, they just demolish. I don't think they destroy the bat population, of course, because that's their income. But uh, I try not to use that guano stuff anymore. Yeah, I thought they humanely got rid of the bats. They came in at night after they went out and then blocked the holes. So when they were uh, out there uh, eating they... I'm referring to actually caves, like actually collection oh, of yeah, massive I, amounts yeah, of it. But yeah, fuck fuck the bats around your house. Yeah, yeah that nan around your house, man. I remember installing that stuff and uh it was the first time a ladder kicked out for me. I rode that bitch down. Then my feet didn't get caught in between the ladder and I just put it on the side and rode that boom. Yeah. Yeah, after no, they sealed all it, my ladders. <laughs> after they sealed everything up on the house, the uh, bats started going into the uh, the shutters that were on the side of the house. They were in the back of them. I was going to say just, it's probably they, that's just to make a bad house for them. Yeah, it was. It was, definitely a, it was definitely a bat cave. Yeah. They they knew it was home for such a long time. It was hard to get rid of them. You know funny that's where i thought you were going with that story at first johnny is that you got a little fucking bat guano from this guy's attic or something <laughs> you know i tried I burnt all tried my plants <laughs> i actually tried to and they got rid of it and they wouldn't let me they said no because it's a um it's a hazard you know so they said no we gotta get rid of it sorry and they wouldn't let me get one bag of the shit. You know what I'm saying? It pissed me off. 
I just need a bag of shit, man. Come on! I found them. They're not taking away for free. <laughs> yeah, you know, I wonder what they did with that. I'll bet they researched and found out where they could sell it. And you know what I'm saying? Right. They said, so, oh, it's it, coming out of my bottom dollar." To me, it sounds like the site super wanted it. He's like, "Oh no, no, Johnny, that's a hazard. That's, put them back in my truck. I'll get rid of that." <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. all the good that's stuff goes in the super that's what I was thinking too yeah and we I couldn't have couldn't have the client in the house at that moment too while they were doing that it was a, it was a mess yeah it was it was a, it was a three story house and the attic was the third story but those those eighteen thirty five man, it had it actually had shale roof on it, shale tile, you know, taken right out of the rivers and shit right around them. Cool. Uh, that's a fancy house for sure. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I've done a place with uh, soapstone before. That's pretty fucking fancy. Really? What? Yep. The no, the the finish on the inside of a of a, a room. That's okay. what the fancy shit I've worked with. Really? Yeah, that's fun working on house. Yeah, I like working on houses. Fucking right. everything's different all the time. Well, you never come across the same problem twice. Well, <laughs> it's always the same problem. It's the client. <laughs> uh, we, our our industry up here is dependent on a lot of rich people, like all the lakes and stuff we work on, and most of our shits on Georgia Bay. And I love working on the bay. It's always cooler, and there's always the water there. And but the clients, man, you put it up, they look at it. Like you can spend weeks putting up plywood with eighth of an inch gap between all these sheets, and they have this design and pattern. You do it and put it up. They look at it and they're like, mm, you know what? Let's switch it up. Let's put a half inch gap in this and paint it black. The gaps. It's like, yep, that's going to take another four weeks, but we can do that, sir. No problem. And you smile, but in, behind you, you're like, fuck. As if I spent all that time <laughs> doing that shit. But Man, does it really matter? A, that's when you set up a fucking uh, like a jig of some sort. Oh no, no, nah, man. This this was on a, <laughs> this was on a motherfucking boathouse. It was a square. Everything was custom. Oh man, it was a bitch, dude. Fuck. Wow. You learn good corner carpentry and try and line everything up, man. Fuck. Yeah, a lot of wasted sheets of plywood too. Eventually, templates, a whole bunch of shit you did before you cut the good plywood. Because plywood, even back then, was eighty bucks. But now, a sheet of plywood is one hundred twenty for that good sided birch up here. So, Ego, are you going to make the rounds? You said you were going to start doing uh, events. I heard her listed off a bunch of them. I was like, oh, shit. 
I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit a few. That's for sure. Definitely gonna hit a few this year. What's the next one you got in mind? The country roots. Oh, yeah. Country roots uh, event is the next one I'm gonna go cover. And you know, I think that three day event, I figure, because I'm not used to you know that being the priority of being there. You know what I mean? So I kind of figure if I go the full three days, I could go hit things Friday and kind of talk to the vendors like I did the last time and then kind of hang out and, you know, do some of the special shit, you know, Saturday and Sunday, see if they've got some speakers or the entertainment aspect of it, more chilled, laid back, be able to enjoy, you know, being there. Smiley, you just did an event, didn't you, this past weekend? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, how was that, brother? It was cool. It was fun. Really cool. Did you see the, uh, I posted a little thing of the band they had playing their eagle. I, that fucking, they had a plant that was playing music with the band. They had them hooked up a like. plant? Yeah. Like how Midnight Roots, how Jake hooks those up, you know what I mean? They had one hooked up on up on the fucking stage with them. And were, no way, really? This plant was legit fucking jamming with them, dude. And then they'd like stop playing and the fucking plant would be the one playing and the piano or whatever and shit. It was cool. Oh my God, that is so cool. Mm-hmm. It gives me goosebumps. <laughs> right? <laughs> fucking badass. I forget what the band was called, too. Uh, Cosmic or something or other. I forget. I think the the plant that was playing, they called them Cosmic Splooge or something. Hear that shit, Eagle? Maybe that Somebody took your idea to stage. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That's, pretty That's cool. what I'm talking about. Matt, it would be really cool to get... Shit know, like that, I'd wish I caught. Right? five unique plants up on the stage and they're all playing a different or a different tune instrument yeah, yeah. Could do that hook them to different like sound effects or something and then right i wonder if they'd yeah. start vibing with each other and like make some crazy fucking i was just thinking that's too smiling i was like imagine we had a bunch of those machines and we started hooking them up to the plants start asking questions start feeding them things see the response <laughs> If there could be a, a communication established established there, you know, if uh, I'd definitely try it. I talked to my plants anyways. Have to get a Venus flytrap for the for the lead singer. Twenty. Uh, it has to be. It has to be an auto, man. That's <laughs> That'd be easy to get rid of the lead singer, then, right? Be like, yep. See you later, buddy. You know, good. Next. Yeah, then they'd say, looks like you autos can't sing either. Yeah, that's, that's the downfall of the autos, man. <laughs> Bad bite reach. They can't hold a tune. Like They can't hold a tone. Just tone deaf. You must be tone deaf if you grow an auto. <laughs> yeah, like Whitney Houston, but more like... When she wasn't doing good. 
Sorry. Apparently, long-term use of cannabis affects your cognitive abilities. One of those Canadian researcher motherfuckers just came up with some bullshit. My wife, he heard it on the radio. I didn't say what, of course, the definition of high-term use was. I presume that's daily. Daily use? Yeah, of course, what's that, right? Like, I smoke daily, but I smoke, you know. Sometimes ounce a day, where some people might smoke daily, what and they the smoke hell? what, maybe three grams a day. How the hell do you smoke an ounce a day? <laughs> I, well, honestly, <laughs> I don't keep track, but I can tell you my baggies go down <laughs> fast. <laughs> Usually, you if I'm at work, I pass out the J bombs, man. No problem. When I say I smoke, my wife smokes it. I smoke it. My boy smoke it. That's yeah. different. It's not just you by yeah. yourself. Yeah, I can't say. Oh, no, I doubt it. No, it's almost impossible. Like a quarter. I probably only smoke maybe. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, yeah. about a quarter probably. But then like, yeah, who knows? It might be a lot more. Yeah, depends on the day, right? Just like five joints or roaches in front of me from, I guess, one every hour, a joint every hour. Uh-huh. That's probably average, yeah. If I need it or not, it doesn't matter, right? I'll poke up. Or... Yeah. Depends. If I take a weed nap, then that's when I don't smoke. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking a fucking weed nap. Dude. I gotta I take a break. Dude, my tolerance <laughs> break ends and I wake up. Shit. I do that every day. I'm like, dude, I finally get to smoke. When I wake up, I'm like, the first thing I do, drink like five chug 20 chugs of water and then i smoke and then i say oh baby i missed you right no i'm like damn i should have waited till after i ate so i could appreciate smoking and feeling the shit <laughs> so i'd be like oh fuck i need to smoke now fuck <laughs> not just i smoke <laughs> fuck, fucked it all up now you know what screaming. you do you smoke before and after come on now we nerd we know what you do <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I shower in the morning, food and all that shit. Then you smoke after, and it just makes you feel different. It's like, oh fuck oh, yeah, yeah. Like, sure. Breaking really breaking fast. It's like now I broke fast. Even after you eat, it's like now I get to smoke. Fingers, you probably wake up with a joint. That's the best part of a weed nap is you can wake up and have a wake and bake all over again. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure. Yes. Sometimes you wake up too high still. If you're like, fuck, I'm high. Let me take a second weed nap. Oh, we can talk about that. Yeah, for sure. There's definitely some cultivars that you can call, like, uh, I don't know, your body doesn't seem to process whatever's left over, right? Whatever you're toked up, definitely smoke some varieties that you wake up and you're still stoned. You're like, what the hell? Groggy shit. You can smoke other cultivars that don't have that little hangover. Yeah, it yeah. sure seems that way. Anyways, I know there's a, some. Some I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to smoke that. Yeah, you're right. Edibles, edibles and cannabis events. That's the only time I ever had a fucking weed hangover. <laughs> really? Edibles don't give me that hangover. I don't know why. They make me feel better when I wake up, like because it's still like working. I guess it's not like in that middle where it's like, am I still really high from that or not? It's just like you're still high. That's day three. That's day one's getting all <laughs> fucked up on the edibles. 
it's a party, man. Fucking a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Fucking, yeah, I'm eating that fucking. It's like a, going to the bu- fucking buffet and shit every time you go to the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, a little bit here, a little bit. Yeah, that's good. Tore up that first day. Next day's all fucking hungover. You don't want to do shit. Fucking watching TV. You go back in. The whole alcohol fucking hair of the dog. Yeah, one more fucking. That day you're fucking just again, just kind of couch like day three. Day three, it's like a vitamin. You eat it. And it's like, yeah, all right. Yeah, now I feel good. Let's get some shit done. But it takes me three days to get to that. Yeah. The second day is always good weed ham. So, Smiley, what was the popular pick on your uh, on your booth there, man? What did everyone's like, oh, well, give me that one. Uh, Raskaberry's pre-rolls sold out. Boom. Did, did you sell any beans at all? I did, yeah. Your, how'd you do on that? What kind what was uh what was the hot one on that? Uh the um hippie goggles was probably the more popular and then the um, um a great name. That Burnside did go and some of the sky sky stomper. They're all good, man. They're all good ones. Most definitely. Handed some out. Gave them room. It's fun. Best so, part about it? It was my daughter's had first, fun. first event, though, so she was having fun. That's kind of fun. What? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Your oldest daughter? Or what? Yeah. Yeah. She got her medical card, so she's 20. She's not 21. So like Big Cloud, she was gonna go to that last one a few weeks ago at Big Cloud Farm, but they made it so it was like 21 and up. You couldn't, you know. We were trying to ask. We're like, she's got her medical card. They're like, nope, it's all 21 and up. It's like they didn't give a fuck about your medical card. About age. Wow. But she'll be there soon enough. I mean, I don't know. But yeah, she had fun. She was lit. <laughs> Came home. Very cool. So when you set it up, Smiley, did you have like the seeds with the the bud and the pictures of the pent lands? So like, how 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 did you do that, man? Um, no, we just had a table. So my daughter does those rolling trays. She did some like stash jars with like Father's Day stuff written on them or whatever. A few of those went and like uh yeah, so we just kind of laid that out and had some seeds sitting on it and had some pre-rolls sitting out and pre-rolls of the that smoke of the seeds good. you could buy though? The sky stomper was, yeah. We had pre-rolls of the seeds. Fuck. See that, that's a cool idea. That's cool, man. That would be real cool to come out to a booth. Let me see that. Oh, let me smell it. Okay, smoke this. Absolutely. You smoke it, then you'd be like, oh. That hit me perfect. I like that. Oh, what's that one? Well, that hit me even better. You know, you do this like, well, I'll take a ball. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you know you had to fire like the fucking uh, that um, Rascal Berries, man. Which I think Sin City's making the F2s, eh? Yeah, I think they are releasing them. Mm-hmm. This is the Rascal. I don't know if I'm going to grab them, but uh, I got a pack of the other, well, the, the, the original ones that I ran or found this pheno from i still i got another pack that actually the dude that i shared the booth with is a friend of mine from in the area and 
he won he won that fucking Sin City collector's box or whatever. So I ended up buying Motherfucker. <laughs> he must be because he, he was and fire. He won, a, he won a fucking curador. He's won like so much shit on those fucking Instagram contests. It's like stupid how much shit he won on them, dude. Like every time I yeah. talk to you, like, oh fuck. He won some other dude's like uh seed box too. There was another breeder, and I can't think of it, but they had like a collector's box like that, and he fucking won that thing too. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, they're selling that uh, collector's box up here for uh fourteen thousand dollars. There's a dude that has one. No oh, shit. That's a, that's a that's a score. Yeah, it's a hundred packs of seeds, Johnny. Sin City's like it was like all the even the ones that have been sold out and shit, like they were there were packs that they saved for this collector's box or whatever. No blue got lime pie in there, though. No blue line pie. That was bullshit. It's bullshit. <laughs> well, you get the F2s from the major, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I got to say, Sin City is so underrated. Like, no one ever heard. It. You tell them where it's from. They're like, who's that? Where's it? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It sounds... Uh, Spanish is that in Spain? I'm like, no, man, that's straight up fucking Vegas's fire, man. You know, like Sin City, Sin City, dude. Yeah, yeah, where are they from? <laughs> from your from your area, aren't you in uh, Las Vegas? Your neck of the desert. Yeah, just down the road from you, Johnny. It's your neighbor. A long time to sit there and have a hundred crosses that you can release in a collector's box. You fucking been breeding for a minute, going for the hundred crosses like that. Well, you got. I mean, a lot of it's the blue power and their sin mint there, right? A lot of it it's uh, a cross with an elite um, clone. That's one of those uh, one of those breeders who you would almost say it's not really breeding. He just has his you know his studs that he crosses everything with. Ghostface mints. Ghostface mints. Out of all the growers I know, you buy the most dispensary weed out of anybody I know that grows weed. His his boss does that <laughs> smiley. Yeah, she that. she compares it to my weed. She's comparing the weed to. She's like, "This is what I'm comparing your shit to." I'm like, "Fuck." <laughs> You're comparing it to, I guess. Fuck. So what? What do you think? Is it legit or what? This shit's pretty legit. I'll give them credit. They're good. The pink rose actually is a good one. They um, it sticks to my finger when I break it up. I'm like, straight sticks to it. The rest of the shit usually crumbles. So. So, First time it's actually stuck to my fingers, like buds. Buddy Kilowatt's fucking flower was the stickiest shit I've had in a long time. But this almost is sticky. Gotta give him a little credit, even though I don't know the price. She only got it because it was cheap. She bought one, got one free or some shit. Bought this day? I don't know. Shit's strong. The peak rose is strong, dude. That's the one that makes me take a weed nap out of those ones. What's um, up, peeps? Cheers. Oh. cheers, Sal. It's good. Okay, shit out of me. Sal. <laughs> American one. 
Ooh, Robert. SoCal. You snuck in too, SoCal. Or you're here all along. Dude, I didn't get the notifications. <laughs> I checked back like three times and then finally I went to a different uh, thing and you popped up. How long have you guys been hanging? Yeah. Like, not since right after the girls got off, right? Yeah, we've been here for about yeah, four hours. Yeah, notifications things getting ridiculous. I've been reported Fuck. like every day for like 20 days fucking straight. So it's starting to take oh, its shit. toll a little bit on the notifications. I have to double check every time. Yeah. 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 Well, just, there's, there's that discipline to fucking hit it every day. <laughs> so, That's a fan right there. That's super fan shit, dude. Yeah. Cheddar Bob, <laughs> super fan. <laughs> Is it? Uh, what's, up, what's happening, guys? Hey, happy Father's Day to all you, uh, all your fathers out there. Yeah, all you guys that got to pass the goalie. Happy day! It's a little mm-hmm. late. Mm-hmm. Thank you. <laughs> happy yeah, Father's you Day to you. all the motherfuckers. Yeah, happy right. <laughs> I call a friend of mine up on every Mother's Day. Technically, technically, until after, but well, yeah, but you know, make you a motherfucker still if she was not a mother until after. Well, I was a mother, mother, then you're the motherfucker, right? I'm a motherfucker, I didn't have any kids, (laughs) fucked a bunch of mothers. I'm on that same high five. Hey, that motherfucker I read about in the newspaper. I, heard <laughs> I was like, when she's got a kid, that just tells you she puts out, man. You know. Right? Yeah. Have you ever had somebody else's kid call you daddy before? That's weird. It's like, no, no. The dad, can we go to the, I'm like, I am not your dad, dude. Oh, let's, go. Uh, let's go to the store. You know, oh, dude, you, like, you said that to him. Come on, man. Black kid, dude. Come on. How Who cares? I'm white. Who cares? Come on, like man. Years old, 10 years old. Are you, I bet you that you woman looked at you with such scorn in her heart. Guaranteed that was the last time you oh, dated first day her. I've never seen the kid. First day what? you see the kid. No, first day I met dude, him. I'm like, oh, my dad's black. Come on, son. How can we take you anywhere? We used to know his dad. Mom. As, long as, your mom, as long as your mama treats me right. <laughs> I knew his dad. So I'm like, no, you know your dad. You live with your dad, fool. Like, I'm not your dad, homie. Like, <laughs> Maybe you thought it was like a brother thing. Dad? It was, he was just doing that to go get some free shit. It was funny. Uh, he was trying to work. His, his, yeah, his mom like, <laughs> the shit out of him. His mom smacked the shit out of him. Like, Boy, you know your dad. Go go to your dad's now. You're going to your dad. We're going to send you to your dad. Take him to his dad. You could have been, it might have been a uh, Steve, uh, what's his name, in the jerk reversed. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I didn't think about oh, that. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, well, who is that? Born, Steve, what's born, his last name? Steve, Steve Martin. Steve Martin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn, you could have been the jerk in reverse. I didn't think about that shit at all. And then the, uh, that was a funny movie, dude. Like, that, that probably, because they, could that make it on air today? Oh, fuck. I didn't forgot about society and the way they are. Yeah. When the white music comes yeah. on, he's like, I've seen it a few years ago on TV. Ago, yeah, but that's that few years ago have changed. I mean, that shit's changed since two, three years. 
Well, they could edit. They could edit certain shit out. But that's pretty funny. That shoot the guy shooting at him, and he's like, "These oil cans are defective." And the guy's shooting <laughs> yeah. in the oil, yeah. the oil cans. <laughs> hey, am I just yeah, really I tired? Does Eagle look like a fucking cartoon dog. He got a haircut. Can I just live with it? Live he with just it. Got, he was in the sun a bit too long today. He went and got himself a new hoodie. <laughs> Are you like leaning over like that? So <laughs> I don't know if it was for Father's Day or not, but I caught this like <laughs> I think it was like a it was a meme, meme or a TikTok, whatever you call it. But it was this dude, this, this white dude's like. Having your testicles removed doesn't make doesn't mean you can't have kids or so. My girlfriend informed me that it just changes the skin color of the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking died over that one. Uh, <laughs> oh my lord, that's too good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Doesn't mean you can't have kids. It just means they're gonna be a different color. <laughs> <laughs> That's really fucking true. Shit. <laughs> right, but it's funny. That's really, really true. Shit. <laughs> Absolutely funny. Wow. That's fun. My old man used to say, have- "Someone, someone snuck behind the woodshed." Right. When you see that, you know, white, white, tango dude, white, white, you know, like, oh, hmm, interesting. The woodshed. Woodshed. See, I'm thinking of the milkman. It's like, that's what we used to get told the milkman, the mailman. It's like, which one's your right. dad? The milkman, the mailman. And I was like, which one? <laughs> What are you That's talking what about? All the old old people, my great grand, like my nana and, and them, like they would say that shit because my dad was white and my mom was Mexican. So the color, I was white as hell. My sister was dark and we didn't look like we were related at all. Like, like That's my sister, full blooded sister. She don't look like nothing like me. Like some of them seed packs we pop. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a good thing once in a yeah, while, right? It's a good thing sometimes. I was going to say that too. Yeah. And usually, if, if they're all the same, that just means it's a dominant trait, right? It's not like they work the line. It's like, oh, here's a here's a real F one man. They're all going to look the same and talk and perform the same. No, it's all going to be, you know, if it's that way, I bet you it might be a land race. Situation, but I don't. I don't know. If there are any land races really left to get the real F one? <coughs> what are you talking about? one land race is just those finally. Those are the ways to get to a stable. Yeah, you know, true F ones. Yeah, real F one would be with stable genetics, right? And you cross them, yeah. I'll cross them. What well, we have are just them, line breed them, in breed them. Back cross it 100 billion times to the same thing. Yeah, exactly. You choose and so the these right guys one. just cross it up and they say, oh, we got, look at it. Look how stable my shit is. He's just lucky enough that he found one that has a dominant gene and it just makes everything look the same. Something that overpowers everything else, yeah. Yeah. 
Well, so what do you call it? He made a half walk. Seed giveaway now? Is that what you're talking about? He's working it out. <laughs> That's, That's a great, great time. Let's That's what I it. heard. It's been a while since yeah. anyone got some seeds, man. Let's do it. Yeah, Smiley, you are on point. I was reading that same shit. Smiley has already some pre-packages ready to give them away, too. I'm just laughing because, like, I don't know. You're like, you're doing <laughs> seeds, too, you fucker. <laughs> I'm just producing oh. seeds. I'm not a breeder, though, right? I like how yeah. Major is always trying to give away everybody else's shit. Alien OG, probably Alien OG. That's from Sin City Seeds. Old Van Halen OG? Alien OG, probably Alien OG. Yeah. I think they call it something different, though. I call it Alien OG because it's like a. It's the Alien OG, probably Sinman. That's what the fuck that is. I want to call one now. I want to call one Van Halen OG. And it tastes like Eddie Van Halen's playing guitar in front of your face. <laughs> that, that flavor is good, I presume. Yeah, yeah, man. Rock shit. Yeah. All right. We'll do that. I got some beautiful loser. <laughs> Rock with the primal punch. Wait a second. You got beautiful loser? You got some eagle. Yeah. Yeah, I can send you some of these bad boys. I got like yeah, a. Send me one of those. I'm even mad pack of this shit. Send me some of those. Oh, yeah. Hit me up. Hit me up, motherfuckers. I don't even I know your name, motherfucker. No, you got to pick the right number. You guys got to pick. You guys got to pick the right number. It's it's one. I won. That <laughs> many. And that beautiful loser that I selected out of the fucking uh, 20 pack the Eagle sent me is a beautiful purple motherfucker. I picked it because it actually grew good. Like the structure of the bud on this purple was, was spectacular. But like I find most purples don't have a good structure to it. Like real dark motherfucking purples. I mean, this is like dark, dark purple. I crossed it with a primal punch hoping to get, you know, a little bit of a, that influence of the GT4 in it. So you were doing? Are you doing one? I was just. Yeah, I can do that. I yeah, fuck yeah. Beautiful. You're like teasing on all the people making seeds, right? So, what would you consider a land race? Like, why? Why was? Why is that important? A land race, I think, would it had to have several generations at the same location, right? And sure enough, yeah, they could be out there, but most of these seed producers don't have. You know, seven plus generation stabilized genetics, right? And they're all consistent, usually beautiful plants. And you're gonna take that other land race and make an F one. But land race, I guess that that aren't like homozygous or whatever that where, where they are all the same. Like you're talking though. My understanding there's a there's that there's a wide variety, and that's where like the the idea of a land race is that you're trying to gain as a, a variety of traits that you can look through to find the ones you're trying to want. The reason people are trying to go back to that is is because they're they're thinking under the line of thought that certain medical 
cannabinoids would have been not selected for so they would have been kind of scrapped because we didn't have the knowledge of them back then now we have the knowledge for some of these like like the thcv and all that shit so like certain selection would be made differently off them so if they can get back to that old you know or that very that variety of genetic that's available in that right that I, I i think you're right smiley there are definitely some breeders out there that do have some uh, available um stabilized genetics that are probably qualified as land races um, no, but and stabilized, but with a variety. Like th- these areas are so massive, but there is a, a variety within that, right? So there is going to be that ultra sativa and that ultra short in the looking thing within these land races. I not, believe. No, like if you get all land races from, if you get, let's say, I don't know, uh, let's just use Congo. You get a land race from Congo, it ain't gonna have no fat leaves in it. It ain't all going to be the same, but you could use it as an F1 because it's all inbred. It's, it's going to have that F1 hybrid vigor. If you fuck it with something else, that's totally different. That's either stable well, or inbred to the point to that point, as far I as see, I know. Right on. Yeah, I agree with that totally. But I, I see like, oh, you're talking about Congo. Like that's a, an area. But I think like, oh, Africa, like somewhere in Africa, I bet you there's an Indica stabilized gene pool with some old head that has right i'm sure like the area is so massive that it has to be a in the somewhere i think the idea of like a a wild like when you're saying land race you're picturing something that's just been left to its own in this little area of the world no no it has to be maintained cultivated for sure but you you leave it out enough that i don't think it mother- was known as a land race if it's been cultivated that's the other thing though is that, okay, that could be a, a stipulation that I, I wasn't aware of. But I don't know. But I thought I always thought like whenever I hear land race, I always picture like like the um, those guys, the strain hunter guys that were trying to go around the world and they'd go out to the Congo and shit like that, and they're trying to find all those. But they the idea there is they were trying to find ones that were like fucking you know open pollinated for you know long long. No, a long time or whatever, and it's all just those traits that were like dominant in that region, kind of is my understanding. But I don't think they're like all really the same, you know what I mean, at all. Like that, I think there was a wide range of variability in them. Well, I, I think they're like any farmer, though, right? They're going to have their their cream, right? They're going to have their that selected bag of cream seeds they keep and they're going to have that one that tall motherfucker you know and maybe in the field they spread it all out to make the next generation but i bet you those motherfuckers have a a side where they keep that special cultivar and you trying to keep those unique traits within that family land race right i i, I believe they're still there just like up here old heads still have you know those 30 year old strains for sure just like the captain with his 1922 Death Star, Death Star. Uh, it's still out there. Okay, so yeah. want so that is... and then that could be called the land race, I guess. If the if the Death Star was worked in Ohio for twenty years. Okay, no, why don't we put it this race. way: no. land race and heirloom. Yeah, because yeah. land race yeah. is something that hasn't been 
touched by man and heirlooms have. So cool. there's not like too much that. stuff out there that man hasn't touched that's been in, you know, the wilderness. Yeah, there is, but it's junk. It ain't worth smoking. There's wild, there's wild shit everywhere. But you got to picture it across the population. I mean, just in one, say, one plant that you've crossed, Tao, like there is a range, there's a variability in that because it isn't always perfect. But like in an open pollination, it's not always going to be the same dad that pollinated every seed. You're going to have a, a, a yeah, you know I'm saying you have a bigger, right. bigger pool of genetics to draw from, is what I think there, the idea there is. And you're not. Because whenever you're selecting something, you're bottlenecking that down to that, you know? Yeah, yeah but man touches like, like you've seen the pictures of in Morocco when they're, um, make, they're just throwing the seeds out, like scattering them. They don't, you know, they're not picking, I don't think they're picking males. Maybe they are now. I mean, like, I don't know, that documentary was like 1990 something, maybe. Wasn't that that long ago. But the thing is, is if you take, you know, seeds from three mountains over and you bring them over there and you start to put them out, all of a sudden that's not a land race anymore because you've taken the genetics from three mountain ranges over and brought them here and introduced them into those strains. That, that's been happening for a long time. The wind could have blown that pollen maybe over to the other side. Or a bird dropped a seed. Interesting thought, man. But I, I think what uh, what Major's really looking at for that true F1 is to have two that are homozygous where they're all yeah. so they're true True breeding or whatnot. So, um, true. Do you guys want the uh, Wikipedia definition of land race? Yes. <laughs> so, a land race is a domesticated, locally adapted, traditional very variety of species of animal or plant that has developed over time through adaption to its natural cultural environment and architectural. God damn, I can't even fucking see. Uh, architectural and pasteurization um, due to isolation from other populations of the species. But domesticated. <laughs> Not wild, though. Domesticated. Domesticated, locally adapted, traditional variety of a species that has developed oh, over time. Right. Almost. So what's, the, what's an heirloom as far as the... Uh, Definition go for an heirloom because that almost sounds like an heirloom because it sounds like it's domesticated. designed for. A, yeah, it sounds like it's I, I think that's a straight up time. Like it's fifteen plus like years old. old. Yeah, like held, old, held fucking genetics that were just regrowing. Just those ones, not worked into anything else. You know. No, but part of that later he said by natural adaptation or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. natural adaptation to the environment. In isolation. Yeah, for sure, man. So you, you take, the, like, I had a wild crop before, but they only last about three seasons, right? Like, the, like you let seed, come back, they're there, come back again, there's going to be less. You know, animals find these 
little seeds and birds and mice love that shit. So eventually mother nature will take over like my own have a small G, uh, you know, 20 plus crop. So it's not that big of a number to say for sure you need, you know, you definitely need more 20 to more than 20 spots for a chance for a, a, a wild land race to live. Right. Like eventually mother nature will take over it or it has to be such a size that it's beyond 50 by 50, you know, for a chance to mother nature, not to take over and eat all the seed supply. Cause it's the seeds that dissipate, not the plant itself. The plant itself is well protected and sure the deer will come along and nip a top or two, but eventually they don't like that spicy cannabis and they'll move on to something better. But the seeds, fuck dude mice will birds they'll pick that shit and i presume that's what happened anyways but the few wild crops i tried i think i got you know, like i said three seasons so they dissipated nothing so here it says experts define heirloom um by typically they're at least 50 years old yeah. and often pre-World War II varieties. Most heirloom comes from seeds that have been handed down from generations in a particular region or area, hand-selected by gardeners for a specific trait. So that seems like that would be more of a genetically chosen. Yes. Yeah, before and not an open II. pollination. Before World right. War II, before they started fucking with this shit. Right? Yeah. Not genetically modified. All right, so what? We got to get a number for the major? We got to do this? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's do that for the weed nerds, man. How many people are hanging with us? Yep. How many people in chat? 55. According to my... Uh... Okay, so... Can I pick the number? Okay, go ahead. You can do Not anything enough. you put your mind to, Captain. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. So it, what's the number's going to be? 55, so it's four times 55. So what do you got? Four or 220 there. So one be, between one and 220. Sounds good. <laughs> there you guys go. Damn, Captain, that's the exact number I was thinking in my head, I swear. Yeah, I was going to put that that's in. That's the exact number I was thinking, too. That's fucked up, man. <laughs> cool, you guys both owe me a pack. <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> I think that was the last number I picked for something, for something, too. That's a good number. I like to, I don't know, there's something about that. Good number. It well, was my bowling average when I was 15 years old. You're, you're what? A bowling? Okay. That's not bad. 
Okay, everybody. Has anybody has anybody set the start on that? A timer? No, not yet. Okay. Smiley. Uh, I can. I don't. Mine don't pop up yellow like Eagles. Though. Eagles okay, man. Eagle. I'm here. I'm here. Oh, I, thought you were I, I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't hear you there for a second. I thought he was chucking oh, logo, digging ground. Groundhog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a minute and a half. Scratching at the major. One guess. Yeah. One guess only. <laughs> I tried to set my dog up here. He wouldn't pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is that fucking squirrel licking his nuts and shit? Yeah. <laughs> So just to verify, you won't guess. autos, right, Major? No autos, baby. No <laughs> autos. <laughs> no autos. Go for it, Eagle. Yeah, between you see start and stop a minute and a half. One guess, one guess only. Good luck. And this alien OGS selected was from the free pack. I'm always surprised with the free packs. I don't know. It's like they're putting bowling average. Everybody's on that shit. The bowling. Oh yeah. I was gonna say. I I thought it was the weight of your ex girlfriend or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) What like three hundred is a good bowling average? Some people think you're a pretty good bowler, there, uh, Captain. Yeah, yeah. But but you suck, man. Look at growth rate from twenty (laughs) one. Hey, man, my bowling average is like the girls I date now in Thailand, like, you know, 88 pounds. I don't break 100. 36, 24, 36. Right. Hey, that was a good one. She's 5'2". As long as it's not a 4x4, we're all right. All right, all right. How much longer we got for that number there to go? I'm kind of curious to who got this. 19 seconds, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. Better not be you, 710. Or you (laughs) have my computer. (laughs) That guy's won twice already. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some people are just insane, you know? Good collection. Right, Eagle? That's it. Right. Uh, as far as I can tell, I see one that's one number away, I think. Yep. I was pretty sure. Now that you put the stop in there, it's the number was 189. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. He Ned, said he only had a 56 average. Ned, Ned Denver, right? Yeah. Ned Denver. Oh, he won once already. Fucking Nettie. Thank you, That's That's the boss, there. man. <laughs> Congratulations, Ned. Hit me up. Would you Turn say major? About Davis. He had 186 right away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Some of them had 198. I was almost dyslexic for a second. Yeah. Right. Good shit. So. Major. It was Ned Denver for sure. Yes. Yeah. Right on Ned. 
Congratulations, my brother. Right on, Ned. Hit me up. Garner the major book, buddy. I got you. Again. You won Again. already. Yep. You won already. That's good people, man. He's in chat all the time. He's he's throwing out information for the people that are on, on the Eagles show that are, you know, doing a, a live with him and, and fucking he's, and he's an old, he's a. Uh, I don't know if I can say this or should say this, but it's a big country. He's, he's in Oklahoma, so he can pop all these seeds probably. I'm going to send him a bunch of shit. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's one of our solid motherfuckers. Oh. Yeah, right on. Congratulations, Ned. Yeah. Wait a second. Ned won? Wow, where have you been, Captain? Right, I, I've been smoking this fucking joint and laughing my ass off at some of the shit you guys have been saying. <laughs> <laughs> so Ned uh, is not too far from me here in Ohio when uh, he was here, or at least his oh, okay. family's pretty close. <laughs> One of his relatives actually uh, tried to get the old normal chapter going again here. Mm. I was going to say probably That's try to cool. rape you, but normal thing sounds better. <laughs> I think I'm going to start a group. Yeah, let's start one, Johnny. Abby normal. Yeah, all right, all right. East Coast, West Coast, Abby normal chapters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll, you know what? I'll give away a pack of uh, Amy Aces to the first person in chat who puts the three-word name I gave Amy Aces before she became Amy Aces. Oh, shit. Wow. Does anybody know that one? Oh, that fucking yeah. whore. Time. And that you fucking whore. Any, start anybody <laughs> one. There's no need for the yellow star. Nobody does know that one. They probably already got Amy Aces. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. <laughs> the real fans. Right. <laughs> does anybody on the panel know? When did you name Amy? How many years is it? Been? You just told the story the other night. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully their memory's good. Yeah. I remember. I must have missed it. It was probably 2016 the first time I made Amy Seeds. Are these guesses? I'm seeing three letter. Ooh, no. Drew. It appeared Ooh, Drewzilla. Word sentences. Drewzilla got it. Who did? Drewzilla. Lips. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Eagle, let me uh, get the screen share for a second. Rosilla. I'll show you guys. Because, yeah. Oh, shit. I had it up for a second. What did I do with it? All right, hold on. Let me stop screen share. I'll come back. No, let's see that girly camera. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, what was it? <laughs> that was on Instagram, so yeah, it wasn't nothing too special. Uh, All the people on the short bus are winning tonight. That's kind of cool. The can of bus driver says the mail lady question mark. Yeah. 
right, who's who's choking now? Somebody took a hit. Somebody took a hit. Major choking down them models. (laughs) 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 So yeah, there's the uh, you guys. Am I sharing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like sugar. You see, proprietary. Couldn't I, I? Couldn't get. Yeah, I couldn't get the E. I couldn't get all the letters in there. So, like this little pad thing I had. So when I was sending out the packs, I'm like, yeah, I know the E's not in proprietary to everyone that I send packs to. But yeah, there's. I didn't make make the old God cheese cake, but the God blood by cheese cake and the. Uh, I love yeah, I told the story how I I didn't think anybody was gonna start that one, so I'm like, I'll give it a name that it's sounds like good. sugar. Maybe they'll. Uh, be more apt to a starter. But yeah, Drew Zillow. Uh, where you at, Drew? I mean, it doesn't matter, but can you hit me up on the IG? You got me? <clears throat> That's awesome. Crystals. Crystals. All right. Uh oh. No, I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to one up everybody. I'll, I'm gonna. I was looking for one if I had one to show, but I got these uh, Smiley's Angels rolling trays. I'll do a rolling tray and like the set of four genetics, so four seeds. One rolling tray. Really? Gift pack. Are you serious, Smiley? Smiley's gift basket. Totally serious. <laughs> and Wait, Smiley's giving away seeds? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right, fuck off, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Yeah, I got to go. You're on your own, Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Eagle and Smiley show. What were the numbers cool, between cool. again? <laughs> Yeah, I'll pick the number. Uh, two, 220. Yeah, one Zero 220. and 220. There it is. I seize it. Yeah, the, the hippie goggles, the Burnside, Sky Stomper, Sky Punch, and uh, Smiley's Angels Rolly Tray. Very cool. And uh, all of those packs and a tray. Yeah. Oh shit! I should have jumped up. Why didn't you? Would you had all those. <laughs> I, I was getting it, man. Wait, I haven't seen the number yet. I'm jumping out. <laughs> yes, Ken. I already said I'll just pick a different number. No, nah, that's okay, man. That's okay. Right. We love you. I would love right. you. Yeah, that's that's a beautiful you guys thing. Know. But I... go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna start it. I was just gonna get things rolling there, Johnny. I could have waited. Do it, do it. <laughs> you guys get one guess, one guess only, minute, minute, half. Thank these guys for their generosity. Good luck to you guys. See, all these things I'm missing, it's because I'm missing them because I'm getting high. <laughs> 
that you didn't have. Man, I picked up some uh, fucking day. It's called some uh, day slayer from Morgan uh, Morgana Farms from the Michigan Cup. Man, that shit has definitely slowed my day down. I underestimated it on the first joint. <laughs> There's it's another one. Day wrecker? Day wrecker out there that will do that to your day. This is, yeah, that, the that, day slayer. Day slayer. Day slayer. You know, Absolutely this is the day. guys that also feed their, like, their uh, cannabis leaves. To the the their pork there to their pigs and then barbecue up that pork, which I thought was pretty fucking cool. So, that's very regenerative. Oh man, I hope I can. Man, that's one of my favorite things about summer: the fucking pig roast. Holy shit! Oh, that's good times. Hell yeah, smiling. That's that really true. Let me see it. Yeah, I missed it. Oh, that's badass. Nice. It's the new, it's got the new logo and everything. Yeah. You guys, this Fair is the collector's enough. item. You you sm- you you was, yeah, you don't have to sign it. No, no, this, signing you sign number, sign the back. <laughs> you should sign that motherfucker. I'm serious. Autograph. Right on. With the note First on the East, limited edition. Ned Denver yeah. picking up the t- the double score. It looks like. Did he really? No. What? What the hell? No. All right, Ned, you're out. You're out. Somebody's got <laughs> one of one of one one of 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 one Congratulations, Ned. Wow, Ned. Happy Father's Day, man. That's fucking yeah, awesome. Right Good work, Ned. But a- after this, you're out, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm pretty sure Ned got... Um... Yeah, I might have to get one of the platinum like, cake crosses in there. I don't know. Ned's like mind melting shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's on it, man. He better go pull a lotto ticket or some shit. That's what I'm talking about. At least a scratch. Hey, <laughs> don't stop here. Go to the store, man. That's cool. That's cool. Absolutely amazing. He's on fire. Yeah, two in a row. How often does that happen? Oh, yeah. Congratulations, Ned. And was it Drozilla who won, too? Yeah, Yeah. If it's been done, I think it's been done by Ned, man. That kid's had some good fucking luck on a lot of these giveaways. All right, Ned. Now, this... uh, Ned should be uh, 
unable to choose a number for like 30 days. <laughs> One win a month. One win a month. It's like a radio station. Yeah, like a radio station, exactly. That's what plays in my head every time when you're done with the win and somebody wins. It's like, no, next time you can't win. You hear a disclaimer. <laughs> you hear a disclaimer in the room. I used to win every fucking day because there was only like so many people in the city I used to live in too. So and nobody only, <laughs> only two people listen to that radio station. Yeah, only like three or four people listen to the radio station and think like ah, I'm gonna win. And then yeah, there's only three people calling, so yeah, you're gonna win. I won a bunch of shit off the radio too when I was younger. Yeah. Good shit. I never collected none of it. My uh the chick I was hanging out with won uh meet and greet and cure tickets. So I hung out with Rob Smith for a little while, oh, yeah. which was pretty cool. <laughs> sorry, everybody. I was macking down there for a while. You better be sorry, Johnny. I, I absolutely am not. I mean, I am. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, cause, you know, shoot, man, I... I I've cooked in my uh, my pressure cooker twice now, and and it's really quick. Think it it cooks food like within minutes, where it normally takes hours. So I just got done cooking three uh, chicken legs or quarter leg quarters in 13 minutes. The chicken's only got two legs. <laughs> well, this, this one had three because it, it had three breasts as well. So it was a trans. It had a... Yeah, yeah, no, it was an alien. Leg, buddy. <laughs> no, it was an alien one. How did it identify? It was an alien chicken. I got three legs. Produced by GMO Farms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, Eagle. GMO special. Yeah. The three-eyed fish from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's what I always think of. I think of the three butts, the three butt monkey from <laughs> from from um, South Park. What was that South guy's Park. name? Yeah. Does it have three butts? Everything. He just wanted to know if it had three butts. <laughs> three butts? No. Okay. Well, we'll try. You guys remember the old cartoons where they talk about like, you know, the chicken of the future that was crossed for the caterpillar and had like a hundred chicken legs on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> like a millipede? That would be dope, right? Like just a fucking millipede chicken just walking with all those chicken legs. You're making me hungry, bro. But... Yo, green fingers, you're always eating. How do you stay fucking skinny? Half of your posts are you cooking up some big that burrito is huge, dude. And even I, earlier, I don't have no muscle on me no more. It's all wasting away. Even earlier tonight, you're it's just stuff always flexing the camera. That's why I fucking I, I don't get fat. I just flex the These playtons eat so much, he says. <laughs> I used to eat even more than that. That's for this one. That's for this one. I was 250 pounds before, so like now I'm like nice and 
in and fucking sexy. Such a piece of meat. Shut up, man. Man, I used to lift weights every day, so I now it's just I'm wasting away all my protein, and I need to eat more protein, or I just gonna be bones pretty soon. Start doing chihuahua curls, man. Chihuahua curls. What the hell? Chihuahua curls, curls, man. (laughs) Grab a chihuahua chihuahua. and do some curls, man. (laughs) Shoulders, military presses. Watch out when you bring it up to your face. Dude, one the one exercise I think you got to do are them one. I forget what they call them, but it's where you like fucking touch your toes and go down to a push up. And then you like lift your lift Burpees. your one knee up to Burpees. your chest. Yeah, and you stand back up every time. Yep, and do a jumping jack and then back down. Do that shit every day, 10 of them. 50 pull-ups, 50 push-ups in the morning, and then 160 sit-ups. Just kidding. That's what I used to do. <laughs> That's after I run my 10-mile jog in the morning. I used yeah. to do that every fucking morning. Now I'm like fucking lazy as fuck. And I was at like 3.34 in the morning and I was like, go collect all the recycling cans and everything out there too. And like get in a fight with a couple of other guys that were <laughs> like, dude, that's my fucking can. Fuck you. That's my fucking can. I'm not working out. I found it first. It's like, no, nah, the bag's mine. I'm a like, fuck you, dude. Like every fucking day. You're doing that, that hot desert yoga, aren't you? Naked with a fig leaf. I'm taking it back. That fig leaf. I wear a fig leaf on the front and a fig leaf on the back, and I'm good. Just fucking. That's why you're always fighting with the guys out in the yard. They're not going for the can. I know. They're just fucking trying to fucking get those fig leaves. (laughs) Fighting with all the boys in the yard. There's a big gay homeless population out there, huh? Green fingers. Palm Springs, man. They want them fig leaves you got. Palm Springs is the biggest place for that, dude. It's like home of the bears, dude. All the bears in the (laughs) desert. Be like, what the hell? There's so many bears in the desert. How'd this happen? I'm doing shadow yoga in that greenhouse. (laughs) (laughs) I put the black sheet up on one side and then the light reflecting and then the white sheet on the other side so you could see me really good. Yeah. Just the wow. shadow of just the shadow of me. Finger puppeting that shit, right? And all the dogs jumping around my leg. Seen in Austin. This was the best fucking shadows. Yo, happy 420 boys. <laughs> oh Bang shit, goes. I knew I loaded this thing for a reason. Cheers. Too busy being a piece of meat. Cheers. <laughs> Piece of Damn, the cash we, need, we need a diagram or something for tonight. No, for what? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. No. You guys, <laughs> from yesterday. I thought you guys were bringing PowerPoints to the. To this one. <laughs> yeah, we we upgraded to that whiteboard at least. <laughs> Hey, Eagle, you're journalizing this, right? <laughs> yeah, there's some sort of white What is this stuff? I started recording a minute ago. We're now recording. What is whiteboard? Did you guys ever play with the whiteboard? What? 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 Yeah, on, on this thing? Yeah. On here? Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. Who's, who's oh, probably one at a time? Damn. 
you guys come on too right now, I think, and collaborate collaborate on the thing. Oh, collaboration? Oh, wow. I don't know how to do this. Um, where's white boy? I want to pack a bowl and smoke. I'm good. There's no freaking... Where's the color? Oh, right there. Oh, man. <laughs> All I can draw is mushrooms, so I don't know. <laughs> mushrooms? And I can't even draw them good on here either, so it's bullshit. So what else is thing that I'm holding? I should pack it. That was a frog? Hit. I don't know why I see a oh, frog. Oh, yeah, that's what I feel like right now. You need to draw a frog <laughs> around that now. Oh, he made a nose. Someone oh, else is on. Who needs to draw? Who's actually drawing on that? I have no fucking idea people. how to do any of it, dude. I've never known how to draw. Like, you guys always are like, I can't figure out how to do it. I can't figure out how to get the thing on <laughs> It just makes too fun now. I want to fucking have fun. Alright, you guys had enough of this one? Okay, no. it's, it's telling me that I can't play because somebody else is already playing. Yeah, see, it's only one at a... That's cool, though. So, I like yeah, it. Okay. That's bad. <laughs> Man, he's getting froggy with that sucker. He hopped right onto that joint, lit it up, <laughs> smoked. Oh, I don't, I don't, how do you stop it? Oh, I think I figured it out. Oh, what's coming out of his under there? What? What's that thing? Look, I don't know how to stop it. That, that's right. a weird looking arm. Is that you, Tao? You drew? I didn't try. Why well, didn't draw all of it? Someone else. Oh, there we go. Did I just kill it? Yeah. Blind first. Oh. Oh, fucking green fingers got in there and started messing with you. No. How'd you get in there, green fingers? I, I didn't do that. That wasn't me. What me? It's got to be. The major. It had to be a tail. It was a tail, right? Man, it's so cool over here. What me? Oh, it wasn't funny. me. Not me, guys. Yeah, it's her, funny. Me. <laughs> it wasn't me though. I, I would have drawn a mushroom. Is that what you call it? Yes. <laughs> call it, dude. Okay. It's not. That's what he calls it. Whatever is that what he calls it, or is that what he compares it to? It's like a No penis in here. Whenever I hear that term, I always think of sublime. <laughs> what part? The mushroom tip. tip. <laughs> what song is that, SoCal? You know what I'm talking about. It's escaping um, me now. Yeah, that was the hit of the Mendo Loco. Nearly finished me off just now. Smoking. Yeah. I got a Mendo Loco clone sitting here that uh, a friend was supposed to grab, and they haven't grabbed it yet. So now it's like way oversized. <laughs> <laughs> totally needs to be transplanted. I'm just like, I don't know, man. Caress me down. So, Cal, you want to you put your baby in here? What's that? Did you want to see your uh, crazy Uncle Josh? Oh, hell yeah. 
insane Auntie Jane. It's smiley, Aaron. You allowed to all plants? Can't you put it outside? Or you have to cover it up or something like that? Yeah, they're not supposed to. There's some, like, guidance on that. And I really don't want to have that in your area. Right. My neighbors are really cool. And I don't want to push, you know what I mean, push the issue at all. So, like. Yeah, she gets big outside. Johnny, what do you what do you got in church and then that, that baby's a praying? Yeah, they look, yeah look at that thing, man. I was gonna say, SoCal, look look at the praying leaves on this bitch. She is just right. straight up. I mean, on, on a lot of them. She's really praying now. Yeah, but she's getting really frosty right now. Look at that. Oh yeah, look at that. Huh? This one here. She's how, how, how far in is that one, Johnny? Um, let's see here. I'd have to walk away and look at my calendar real quick, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let you guys look at it here a little bit more. Here before space, it's gonna be nice, man. That's gonna be solid right there. Loving it. And this is the other one that's a little bit younger, right here. Just barely starting to get any uh, tree flower on her. Starting to get her bud sites. Oh, yeah. Yeah, these are all cloned from that first one that I had. And I got another one in the other room that I'm going to be bringing in here shortly. As soon as I take a couple of more of these guys out. Nice. But I'll go take a look and see what the uh, the date was when I put that baby in there. They got arugula in there. Oh, arugula! Arugula! Oh yeah, yeah. I got that shit grown too, bro. They yeah. can't run twenty week cultivars. Is that what it is, though? <laughs> arugula, or is it something else? Good shit, man. Is that beautiful or what? Pretty wild looking. I threw a bunch. Yeah, I threw a bunch of different lettuce in at one time. Oh shit! Yeah, you know, new age juice bar. Have you been chewing <laughs> a lot of that? Look at look at my little spaceman there, man. He's almost not even existent. That's a cosmonaut. Yeah, little space bear. Yeah, so. uh I had to I had to rip a bunch of this shit out because my plants were starting to uh, to suffer from being like suffocated. But look look like at my little baby one. Look at my little baby bud right here. This one fucking plant did that. There you go. Look at that thing. Was that a major that awesome major what? general auto? <laughs> no, this year is just a small year. It's just it's about this ideal size. No, it's an ideal size for one, right? Put the motherfucker and it grew a fucking solid nug. And that it smells nice. really good. It looks like it's really good. Yo, Johnny, you're supposed to be it's eating nice. that shit now, right? It looks like those leaves are ready. Yeah, some of them are. I'm, I, but I'm you gotta understand. I just got through a neck and neck surgery, so I wasn't able to even eat for a little bit. Ooh. So, and this one right here, this is another volunteer that popped up. 
wow. little purpler, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fucking cool, right? Nice. I mean, it's just a little baby, but it's a mini me. Yeah, it, he, he, and it smells incredible. That one there smells like my gone dog from Austin. Couple more, you can roll a joint. <laughs> Man, I'm just about almost up to a joint full right now. Not even close to what Eagle would smoke, but you know. Let's go a joint. Once that shit dries out, it's gonna shrivel up, man. <laughs> Come on, drinker. You don't have to tell everybody what you did. Forty-seven plants, and he got two grams. <laughs> two gram buds growing out of the ground. Yeah, that's that's absolutely yeah. But I'll bet you anything. They're going to be really good. You know, all that power going into just one bud is just got to be amazing. You know? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that it, you know. It did it all, all on its own. It did it all on its own. I didn't have to do anything. Man. Right, right. Just, yeah, it just fucking came up on its own. I was surprised how big that one I got that I was showing you yesterday, Johnny. That you know it's not huge, but man, that thing's good foot tall. Nothing but button. That just that thing grew in twelve twelve the whole time. So it never vegged in or anything. It just happened to pop under twelve twelve conditions and you know do its thing and flower. And, and how tall did it? How tall did it get? Oh, I'll show you. Let me grab this uh, other fucking phone or its phone, wherever the fuck it's at. You guys you know, saw like, the one that grew me. out of my spinach plant, right? It ended up being about three and a half, three foot tall, something like that. Hi. Hi. Yesterday, <laughs> when I turned on the zoom from the phone. It fucking wanted to pair or something. I thought that I don't know what the fuck it was. It's it's getting to it's getting to know you, Zoom is. That'd be cool though if you could like transition from the phone to the to the computer. Hey, how many how many people got the uh DOA project seeds now? I don't, I mean just like actually has them. I'm just wondering if we're gonna try to pop them or something like that. Yeah, we gotta wait till a few of us get them. Do a hashtag going out. Yeah, they're kind of going out in a waves. I'm not sure about a hashtag of any sort, but that'd be cool. Maybe if you post something, just hashtag DOA or something. I don't know. Yeah, well, so far. Those are. Far we've been using tagging the uh, Grow with Eagle and uh, Dank with A and Sydney. Okay. So just pop them whenever they fit in your cycle or whenever you get them and. Run them, run them. 
So they that sit right there, Jeff. That one that one popped from. Uh, All right, Eagle, you got to take your uh, screen background off because we can't see anything. No, it should be in, in a different bone there. Yeah, it's on a whole different screen. Oh, okay. Two up. Good. That's it right there. That thing's oh, okay. okay. Under 12, 12, and was under 12, 12 the whole time. That little mm. guy, and it's maybe, you know, four Yeah. That one's seated too? No. No. It's not that I know of. Oh, all right. <clears throat> yeah, it looks yeah. like it's got some purple on it. Yeah, it's pretty sugary for, you know, just something that just popped out. I don't even know what the fuck it is. As like I said the other night, that's just for me throwing seeds in there. Nice. I still can't believe that that fucking little one male was there. That sucks so bad. I know, right? It's like comical kind of though, because like, I don't know. It'd make like a good sitcom skit or some shit. What's that plan right there, Eagle? This, this is, is a Stroop Waddle from uh, uh, Red Dragon Brothers. She's nice. pretty, isn't it? Yeah, that shit looks like Waffle. ones that I like. She's ready to flower. Nice. Is that one sexed? Yeah, it's a female. This was a femme seed. Okay. I like the look of that one pretty much, I think. Fuck, I like the look of all Is that a reveg in the back there? What is that one? No, there's no reveg. This This one back here? Yeah, yeah. That's a board 13. It it was was like an ugly ass clone that barely survived. Why? Oh, I got to shut up all that white Yeah, your major echoing. Yeah. You got the mic on the other side turned on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's going on. Let's turn one of those mics off. So, yeah, that was the board 13, and it kind of got neglected really bad when I found out I had things down. And then I decided I was going to fucking keep some shit around and... So that's it, man. I actually took some clones off it and it fucking bent it over because it got all like tall and scraggly and shitty looking. Now she's coming back. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, this is the, the milkman. She's in a little two point. Uh, that's a that's a three. Three gallon air pot. Uh, this is a really good strain. I really like this one. And then uh, we got some more Red Dragon Brothers stuff here. And then uh, there's the Danka Anthony. A little group of seedlings right here. The Danka Anthony. All these are under that 12-in-1 cycle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It has been quite some time. The group of Danka Anthony there, are you going to let them all grow at the same time in the same pot? Yeah, that's an 18 gallon pot, man. Oh, you know shit. what I mean? Okay. Yeah, it's an 18 gallon smart pot or air so how pot. How many rather. you got in there? I've, I've never I actually done it. I used to, I had a friend of mine a long time ago tell me, you know, to run two clones per pot. 
You know what I mean? (laughs) Basically, you know, and he comes from a law family and he was like, basically, yeah, they can't tell, you know, if there's one plant or two plants in there, so you might as well double up. And I did that for a long time. And I never fucking, I never fucking seen any ill effects like they were fighting for it or one was having anything for them. So I, in this 18 gallon pot, I don't, I think them girls are going to be fine. I think their root system, if anything, it'll be one because they're all the same cultivar. All I got to do is pick out a male if there's one. And then the rest right. of them, you think, you know, there's five, six tap roots in there just shooting down and then. The, all the rooting systems I become in one. I think that'd be I think that'd be a good thing in that pod, to be honest with you. A little they fucking down. almost like, <laughs> they definitely mm. slow down when they're uh versus an individual plant versus a, a large group like that. Definitely slow down a lot. Well I, I think I got fifteen gallon pots. I should be able to put a couple of those or a couple into that. Back right? here. Look at them fuckers right there. Those are the uh oh, I lost you. Oops. Yeah, there you go. Battery dead. Eagles. Those are the what? Oh, I accidentally thumbed the buttons there. Them are the F two them are the Chalumbium F twos right there. Oh these I, girls. I mean they're looking pretty good. I'm hoping for some cheese lean and stuff out of the F2s. Not local oh, gold stuff would be nice. I, I like that cheese. What was the cross on that one again? Is the Exodus cheese and something? The Santa Marta Columbium Gold is uh, the other half. There's, there's some good stuff that could come out in them F2s. Right. So that would be a heirloom land race. Bridal, <laughs> and then right here we got some of uh, kazoo's schizo films. See, I knew I didn't have necessarily a bunch of time to fucking pick through males other than testing out these chalumbiums and the DOA seeds. So, uh, you know, most of what I threw down in these other pots were all fucking films, you know, saved a little time, a little mess there. But I got a whole mess of shit in there. I want to start when I pop back up. This little sad little girl here, she got the, I did a little IPM the other day and fucking, she got the first of the, like a bottom of the sprayer. You know what I mean? From it like sitting. And uh, yeah, she didn't like it. She was not happy. Fuck <laughs> you, Eagle. We like the 12 and one. What's your up? What's your IPM? I set that up. I'm not going. I'm <laughs> definitely setting up with the twelve and one. No doubts. So. What spray eagle? Eagle twenty. <laughs> oh, it yeah, was you call that one eagle twenty <laughs> or eagle twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going on in the little beds there. And then, of course, over here, I got just a little bit of shit and flour. This is uh, the seed from uh, the zoo. It's in there. And it's that's round, what, fucking seven in that earth box? And uh, we'll see. That's about a week. It's been in there just a few days. 
and flower under this light. So, okay, now, gentlemen, I just like to point out some preparedness right there to the right. Eagle's expecting that fucker to grow tall. He's got a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle, you believe in the shower cap off the earth boxes? Is that not necessary at all? Uh, I think it's, it's more beneficial to have it on there unless you're going to run some type of cover crop, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Low tech. Low tech. I got <laughs> Smiley, Smiley, no shit. He do. When I told him I wasn't going to run the cap, he's like, you're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I saw that in his face right now, man. It was written all over. Like, yeah, he's on it, though. You take that cap off, man. Air quotes. Air quotes. <laughs> oh, I love it. It worked out, though, man. It's fucking been killing it with that thing. So, so Smiley, do you, do you approve of my cover crop? Yeah, dude. Yours looks nice, man. I'm, I like it. I think you need to make a salad. Fuck. It's just ready to come I, down. You know, every once in a while, I reach in there and I try it to see how well I can um, swallow the vegetation. Yeah. Oh, Eagle, buddy, kill make a lot. salad, dude. That shit looks prime. I mean, you cut all that. Yeah. And make, eat a good lunch for all week. Probably with that shit. Eagle, I bet you oh, can yeah. go. I think you can go 11-1. Try, try, try 11-1, bud. I think you can take it down. Maybe even maybe even all the way down to nine. I just think it's funny. Eagle could... It's like his, he's in a state of rebellion. He's fucking throwing seeds and popping again. No, fuck this. <laughs> I need yeah. plants around me. Right. What's up, buddy? Hey, buddy. Yo, Buddy right, Killua gotta... was at a concert tonight, eh? Yeah, just got home. I am, that was a pretty good jam, dude, that, that uh, Steve Miller co band cover. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he does that reggae style. Uh... Yeah, yeah, reggae, man. Yeah. I'm an all day good tonight. Hey, Bob, it was in a beautiful place. Today? And now I didn't get time to get to town to the mailbox. I'll check it tomorrow, but it's a holiday. But maybe they left it in the box or left me a key to the locker. Sometimes they cool. do that. I'll I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, we were rocking up there tonight, uh, right up the street from Skull and Roses where we went, uh, Captain, that's where this uh, venue was in Ojai. <clears throat> I thought about you and we're on the same road we were driving on in April after we dropped <laughs> off the RV. <laughs> I'm jump out as much. Oh, wait, let me turn my audio off in the other room. Yeah, I was going to say something about you got, you got us playing yeah. back. Yeah. I, Cheers, Mr. Smiley. I'm, so, I'm sorry. Take care, Smiley. Smiley. Smiley's heading out.
Yeah. Well, we'll hang out tomorrow. It's fuck Wiener World tomorrow. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey. Thanks for doing the giveaway tonight, man. That was I'll be in the air. Some of, that, some of that brand new treasure type stuff. You're going to sign it, right? Yeah, I'll do it. I don't know. Okay, make sure you <laughs> sign that because that's, you know, that's like the first trade you've given out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Badass I told her she was supposed to number them. She's supposed to number them. Mm-hmm. Number it. We appreciate you, Smiley. You're, you're rocking it, man. That's cool, that's awesome. man. I appreciate you guys. Have a good night, so, Frank. Oh, see you guys. Peace, Smiley. I think I'm so, going to hey, uh, Major, <clears throat> did you All rework right, so your Cal. math so, and come back with right, so, Peace. Sorry. I'll see you guys tomorrow night. Um, Got a little announcement I'll make tomorrow night too. So we'll, uh, cool. so right. we'll see you so, guys so tomorrow. Cal, Eagle, fuck you for having us. Johnny, fuck off. <laughs> right on, you man. Dick. Major, you're a fag, you and your autos. Yesterday in front of the media, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Captain, have a good night. Buddy, Peace. later. Wait, doesn't Damn. doesn't SoCal know a lot about falling off bikes? Is that in common? <laughs> oh, he's, oh, the last, he's the last guy that should be talking about making fun of somebody falling off a bike. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think uh, I think that was that rather was... funny where he went to afterwards too. That's a fucking half eight fucking. Salute out when they know that. Remember that scene in the half eight where he calls everybody out? Fuck you, fuck you, you're cool. <laughs> fuck you. I'm out. I remember that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. buddy, man, back to your question. Yeah, there was some uh, miscalculation, shall we say? <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to that in replay, so I couldn't chime in, but. It took you a while to, for it to dawn on you. Well, I don't think we took it beyond 10 weeks. That was a problem, right? We well, double, even that part that double, you think double after rooms, so many right? weeks, you get to this spot of equality, other than it still takes you whatever weeks to get there, no matter how many times you do it. Right. Well, the 20-week thing is what I was trying to get at was the 20-week after that with 20 yeah, weeks one every week but then when yeah, you reset that, that room it's 20 more weeks and when you reset that it's 20 more weeks that's the part you left out it never shortens yeah true right. but yeah. you're harvested every week after 20 weeks now I am sure that somebody some consultant has talked some commercial place into exactly <laughs> your form formula and they <laughs> they went with it and even drew it all out for me they thought yeah that, 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 that that's an alternative we could have an upper hand because we'll <laughs> well they didn't play it long enough that they could uh, after the 10 week cycle again double room harvest right with 11 and week 12 that's where I didn't really consider I'm still trying to grasp my head around the 12 and one and like what happens over a long period of time. And, but if, if it lands on 24 hours in the end, then I guess it doesn't get too far out of whack. 
but i've heard different lighting cycles that that like aren't in a 24-hour cycle Mm -hmm. right and that'd be a weird reality you would create for yourself wouldn't it yeah like if like if your plant somehow didn't live in 24-hour cycles anymore and how that would affect things my my buddy steve was a computer geek and he made this program where he could do exactly what you said make the plants on a different fucking light schedule and different time where it was quicker based on time you know what i'm saying like the days he made the flower cycle see cut off some days well i'm not great with all these abbreviations but that's the dli or whatever so if the plant got its amount of light in a shorter period of time and i mean so right time doesn't necessarily mean two shits to plants and you know time is a concept we put forth as a measurement just kind of wrap our minds around what's going on around us you know what i mean but i don't think you know any other species or as far as that goes you if you could step outside of earth i don't think any any being outside of us really gives a shit about time <laughs> well but that's the way they're affected by the cycles and time is yeah. the cycles all everything i mean that's spring is a cycle and they're affected by the sunlight. <laughs> right. Yeah, but they're sunlight not like it's 2 a.m. But all right, <laughs> to keep it, to keep it like, let's just say like this. This is what I think. Make it easy. All right. So DLI, right? That's the amount of light a plant gets that is its maximum amount. So if you could achieve that in six hours, easy number, because we're at flowering cycles 12 hours, right? Well, I was just thinking. So the next the same thing, thing you know. Okay, so now you blast it hard for six hours. And six and 12, six and 12, six and 12. I guess six and 12, because the 12 is important, right? Yeah, like the that 12 dark hours cycle. Is the scoto period. Can't really That's... cheat on that, or could you? If the plant only had six hours, mm-hmm. it's the next thing you know, 10 hours of darkness or eight mm-hmm. hours of darkness. And I don't know, but, but even with the six I hours, now, now you're talking about an 18 hour day. Well, one month into that cycle, yeah, yeah, one month into an 18-hour day cycle, you'd be a day whatever. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I imagine somebody's tried this because, like, there's people that think create stuff and try it. And I don't know. Ultimately, I just remember Bugsby that basically in one of his things basically said that, like, look, physics comes into play like the amount of light over time like you can't get around that like the amount of watts is the amount of watts and 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 growth is based on that so if you shorten that it would be less growth maybe i don't know it's it's stuff i can't wrap my head around and i'm too scared to try shit so You I'd got chickens that. on your farm. Whose farm? Oh, no, I was talking to Bud. I have chickens I said, now. You, got, you said I'm too chicken to try that. So I said, you got uh, chickens yeah. on your farm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Well, the, uh, they'd, be, just, they'd be coyote bait. That's what would happen. So I don't want to play yeah, that game. Right. Right. At the equator, they always only get about 12 hours away. So that would be a way, if you got equator seeds, you could go 12 and 12 straight away. They'd still be pretty big plants. Well, in today's world, especially when you look at these licensed producers and they're like talking about 80 cents per gram or whatever production cost or like really try to cut that down. Right. Yeah, there's probably math where, yeah, you could cut all, yeah, you wouldn't have three pounds of light, but then again, you'd have whatever pound and a half of light in a way shorter time and or way less energy right ultimately mm -hmm. it's like where can you save energy right i don't that there's yeah. a lot of possibilities like yeah. yeah i imagine somebody somewhere i have never really looked up stuff or on the forums or somebody's probably tried some of some of these things ideas with either success or failure, what I don't know. I think it's completely possible if that's what all the planet ever knows. You know what I mean? And dealt it the minimum. Well, right. Like I'm not an you know LED I mean? guy, so so a lot of the terms are just what I learned on here. DLI means basically the measurement of the amount of light that the plant <laughs> like needs in this light cycle and if and it doesn't if a, yeah. if there's enough light it, it, at eight light hours, it, it stops taking in more light because it met its dli max, right? max, max. like that it's daily light integrals so daily yeah. Light. yeah right so if so you you're can, right if the plant can max out its dli in a shorter period of time well then flip it right to no 12 reason. hours. Of, yeah, 12 hours of darkness is what triggers the flowering. So, like, exactly like you're saying, six and 12, that would be 18. That's six hours extra every day. There's a what now? I mean, it's not, I don't think it's, it's, I don't, I think there's a lot to the daily light integral. I don't think it's necessarily this good. Yeah, it's a mathematical question. Yes, X equals Y. This is the fucking minimum you need. This, or you know what I mean? But I mean, Smiley had this quote, this conversation fucking two years ago. I mean, I, I, is it, is it beneficial to make that fucking plant sprint for six hours? Or is it more easier for that plant to just jog through its 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 two thousand calories? Let's call it. You know what I mean? To get in mm -hmm. everything it needs. You know what I mean? So is it better to jog? You know, let that plant jog and be healthy, and you know, or do you have to fucking let it run and sprint? And now you got to force fucking CO two on it and make sure all the conditions are. You know what I mean? You're athletic at that point because you're pushing it as hard as it can be. You know, is that necessarily better, or do you want to go with fucking the Emerson effect where you're fucking waking it up and letting it go for a jog, and then you're gonna make it sprint for fucking four hours, then you're gonna let it jog home and you know what i mean on the cool down you know how many we know we got a number we got to meet but what is necessarily the best route to get there that is the question i mean uh, right the best uh that totally makes sense Eagle. well for some reason i'd imagine that if you 
had the right amount of light that the DLI took 12 hours to be achieved, not in a shorter period, that'd probably be the best for growth in the plant. But if you got so much light that you're giving it light that the plant at a certain amount of hours says, oh, I've had enough light, even though you're still giving it light because that's your cycle. Right. Yeah, I, I think the best place well, to grow it, the best you know, way you could would be not to like give it so much light that it hits its DLI in eight hours, but to lower that for for it hit it if you're going to stay on a 12 hour light well it's back to the concept with time the plant doesn't understand this dli this whole total moles it doesn't care it gets what it gets right so if it gets 70 it can handle 70 it has a proper um if you give it it too much light it'll bleach out and shit so that's when you know it's too much light well that's that's indoors that's well that's indoors with improper spectrum Right, that's the main man spectrum. But outdoors, you hammer right. it on the equator in right Colombia, it can fucking handle that, right? Right, right. Well, it, it, it was a lot of years ago. It's the first time I saw somebody do like time elapsed in a grow. And the it one thing true. when you yeah. see that, you realize most of the growth and most of the real action is happening in the 12 hours of dark not when the light's on. Like if you watch the plant on a cycle like that over time sped up. Yeah, it's that dark cycle. Watch it during his daytime too, buddy. There's a time where fucking in during that light cycle where it's like, I'm done. You can see them leaves fucking drop a little bit. You know what I mean? And that's, in my opinion, that's the time you cut the fucking light off. (laughs) You're just stressing it after that. I always wanted to do a flower run where I started like at 15 hours of light and like every day brought it down a couple minutes, like until like mother was, nature. Yeah. Like mother, like mother, mother knows best. Yeah, and, and we keep calling this dark cycle 12 hours. Well, it's not 12 hours outside, right? Right. Most of the time it's, it's around 10, 11 hours. No, it's yeah, a dark cycle. On September, on September 21st, it's 12 and 12. There you in go. America where I live. And that's the, the equinoxes are equal. That's why they call it equinoxes. Twelve and twelve and March twenty first equinox. Well, of course, uh, right on. Well, you know our our plants flower before that, though, right? Yeah, yep. it'd be December before you harvest. Yeah, I imagine it. you don't harvest. You don't harvest it's, in December, right? It's October, nope. September, September twenty first. So yeah, it's past the, that too. So you get both above right. twelve. So shit is flowering, and yeah. So so stuff starts flowering in probably what August, beginning of August. You're lucky enough again of the uh, uh, third week of July, you know. Right, right. Hey, hey, Major, did I show you all the the autos that I got a couple days ago from Loud? He sent me a whole mm. new batch of autos. I'll, I'll send you my address, and you, and you can show oh, me. Oh, there's there's bags, so I have a few. <laughs> right on. I'll, I'll try I, them, man. Convince me, buddy. Convince me, man. Well, I'll pop them. Yeah, I mean, they're worth a bro. Man. I mean, you know. I'll, I'll trust your judgment, brother. I'll try them, man. Give them a go. Yeah. 
I got some. They're all like gelato autos crossed into like lava <laughs> gelato and this and that. I don't know all the names. Got a bunch of runs or something. Oh, it has to be runs. White runs. It has to be a pink runs. Yeah, I need a strawberry runs. The white runs. Blue that runs. green one too. Where's that green I'm lantern all- at? I don't oh, have that green I'm- lantern. I must have grown a dozen runs crosses in last. I'm so over fucking runs. It's it's like runs, but I'm over it. Like I'm just. It was kind of fun for the first few months. It had its appeal and its taste and everything, but now it's all the same. Yeah, and it's one of these ones. Same with gelato that are at least in the people that bred the stuff I've worked. I would describe it as they're the dominant. Like, so yeah, I have them crossed into all these things. Well, I barely see those things, but I see the runts like dominant. Well, it's all the not, same shit. Not the other half. The other half only made like a little contribution to the cross where the same with that gelato. They're they dominate the crosses, in my opinion. It's right. not like, oh, well, what what about whatever, whatever they were crossed into. Something's pretty interesting and heirloom stuff. That's what I wanted to see in it. I wanted to see the Tahoe come out in the runs. Not just a hair of Tahoe if you really taste hard or use your imagination. You know it already. Yeah. It's all runs and it's all gelato. Both of those are like the same that way. I ran a bunch of those where we Yeah, they're dominate the crosses. Which I'm not a breeder, but like yeah, I, I I guess if I was breeding, I'd want something that only brought half to the table, right? Yeah, change it up a little at least, right? All right, boys. I'm gonna drop out. I'm Pretty much fading over here. I wish I noticed you guys earlier. I would have been hanging out longer. But uh, Johnny Canaseed, Buddy Kilowatt, Green Fingers, Auto Major. It's always good seeing you boys. Everyone in chat, good seeing you. Eagle, it's always fucking awesome fucking talking shit with Eagle. And uh, yeah, I wish I had some of that coffee. So those chicks were at, obviously at the event you went to and they had. Was it all infused? Well, I know they did. They said the hot chocolate wasn't infused yet. Is that what I heard? They, you could have it either way. That was the oh, dollar okay. drinks. You could either have it infused, regular THC or CBD. Got it. But uh, yeah, I yeah, think the hot I wasn't kidding, man. Fucking, you don't see coffee at fucking events that often. Dude, and I was whooped, man. Day two. Bro, I shit you not, man. I was all fucked up from, from barely sleeping, mushroom campfire shit, two hours and shit. I learned, Get up the next day and, man, I was in a fucking, talk about a weed fucking hangover. I was in a big weed hangover. <laughs> I was like, man, I really need some coffee. And somebody was like, there's a booth right there. And I was like, I went to an event they didn't have coffee the next time when we went back I brought like four of those uh, frappuccinos in my backpack with me man because yeah I am not 
functioning well without my uh, coffee fix. Yeah, it's vital. Anybody could kill it at an event, I think, with coffee or, or hot chocolate if it's if it's chilly out or, uh, yeah, iced coffee. If it's yeah, cold, if it's but hot. in the scheme of, of things you sell beverage-wise for profit, there's way more profitable things than that yeah, what they yeah. focus on. Right. Especially with coffee, you gotta have the creamer and the sugar and the that and the oh beer. Oh sugar. Oh, yeah. Give me twenty bucks and I make nineteen on coffee. It's like, yeah, three bucks and you know, there's not a lot of huge uh, money. Still, yeah. But right, you'd boys. figure I, I could go to events and coffee's popular. Like it's ever okay. since Starbucks, it's a thing. But you you go to events and bar, you know, where they sell alcohol and beverages. A lot of them don't carry coffee. It's like fuck. That pisses weird. me off. Yeah. All right, boys, I'm out. You know what I would think would later so talk. But you could listen if you trying want. Trying to keep I think you here, would be man. Fucking awesome would be like, and I wanted to suggest it to him. Would be like French press coffee. Maybe like take some fucking shake or a couple buds in there with the grounds and you know toss a bud in there and then you know press it all through. I think that would be fucking good as shit. You get some turps <laughs> too, like yeah. French- yeah. Well, I've never gone to Amsterdam, but all those are coffee shops. Don't they do stuff like that over there? I mean, they've had decades that weed was in the coffee shop so you'd figure that'd be the place to do what you're talking about the hash cake and well, I've never been I hope so <laughs> yeah. I hate to think I'm the only stoner thinking of this shit <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> hopefully somebody's doing this shit Westport maybe it's calling your name or at least in your area I think all the weed shops I've ever been to always have coffee. I think it'd be fun, like a like just like a stoner Starbucks. You know what I mean? Fucking people on their fucking laptops, just fucking doing whatever, fucking smoking a joint and shit. That'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> it would change campus studying. I think that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well it seems like what do you call that consumption uh you know places that have the right for that those are starting to slowly colorado has i guess a couple new york's gonna have a bunch of them that's part of their law to have those uh i think even california is, has like a couple places trying to operate like that consumption lounges or whatever we've had a few which i guess we can't call them consumption lounges we're still calling them clubs here in michigan but there's a few still to where you can go to like vendors that are open all day and then purchase something sit down talk with a buddy they've got food you know what I mean? You guys could sit there, have lunch, smoke. They have a pool table and shit. There's a couple. Well, I mean, clubs. you look at how alcohol is in <laughs> restaurants and have their little bar everywhere. Operate that same 
thing, but for alcohol, why, like if weed's going to be accepted as a different thing in the future, there should be same type of thing. Like, you know, I think that'd be awesome, man. I mean, to be honest, it goes with uh, appetite and selling more food and a food experience. So like if people could roll in and as they're waiting for their table, have access to uh, cannabis, just like they have access to the bar, well, that would go better with food, wouldn't it? And getting people all drunk before you sit them down. <laughs> New uh, angle and appetizers, that's for sure. What were you saying there, Johnny? What were you thinking the other day? Uh, well, I was, I was thinking the other day when I was driving by a casino out here called the Fiesta that's probably not going to get opened again, that that would be an awesome place to have a consumption lounge hotel uh, casino kind of an atmosphere and it's a real small establishment I don't know if anybody's been out here in Vegas I'm surprised that Vegas doesn't already somebody hasn't used that business model and made a cannabis friendly hotel or casino, oh. the whole thing. I know there's licensing and they're maybe not ready for <laughs> that, but uh, well, so the hotel many great thing, things that could be, re I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, re rejuvenated from cannabis. I mean, think about it. Fucking bowling. How many of these old fucking bowling alleys across the countries that are all set up for something like this? You know, the days of the 70s and 80s when smoking was king. People say all they did was sit there, bowl, drink, smoke cigarettes. They're already set up with smoke eaters and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Turn that right? shit into a little cannabis bucket bowling. And shit, Turn it into you know a cannabis I mean? alley. I think yeah. people would come out to do that shit. You know what I mean? People are looking for social fucking cannabis shit to do. I think the stuff like that, you could revive a lot of fucking, a lot of these fucking drive-ins, cannabis-friendly fucking drive-in. That would be fun. <laughs> Just, you know, sit on the hood of your cars, fucking chiefing down with a bunch of people. That'd be fun as fuck. And, and, and all these things would end up being, like you say, more fun, more safer to the public, all that than what exists. Alcohol has all those things. They, drinking beer and serving beer to people while they're bowling, that's part of it. Uh, all that. And there should be, oh, they should just be able to do both. But I, I know the alcohol industry is definitely afraid of like, they, they know that when people smoke weed for the most part, not everybody, but the average person, they drink less, right? And yeah, they don't want you drinking less. So like, yeah, if somebody has a, a couple of drinks and gets stoned, yeah, they might only have one more after that or something. They don't get stoned, they might have six more after that. And, and, and that six drink guy, that's their bread and butter. You know, the one that runs up a couple hundred dollar tab in a few hours. That guy gets stoned. No, 
it doesn't happen like that. They're not, they don't binge drink stones. Now there's exceptions. Well, now, there's... And, and then we could have Smiley's Angels up there at the counter at the concession bar selling J's and, and you know. All those things are going to come. It's, uh, I just think that they're afraid. Like there's a lot of obstacles to like it and even how you make revenue because when you look at how much profit they make off of those things, if you took a that much weed, like, oh, a head of weed, right? A bog head or something, a drink, right? Whatever you, yeah, like you'd have to charge a lot for it to be the same kind of profit ratio that they're working with booze or beer that they spend like six cents on and sell for 12 bucks so or, what you, you know what I mean? it's Eagle. already going on right now look at it what a look at what a pre-roll goes at, at a fucking dispo you know what i mean so that same 200 guy you're thinking about fuck that could be fucking you upgrade that to you know that ten dollar pre-roll like a and this isn't this is total real numbers that ten dollar pre-roll into you know a 15 mid or a twenty dollar fucking fancy fucking wrapped with fucking extract that guy's in for 20 bucks right off the get and he's smoking that with fucking you know what i mean few of his friends that guy's gonna be in for a good hundred bucks, two hundred bucks for too long if everybody's partying right. You know what I mean? Not to mention, I, I the think fact that's totally you're gonna have possible. a concession stand after they get hungry. You know? Yeah, there's there's a lot of different opportunities, even with fine dining. If you had like the waiter come and have like premier samples of the different strains that you know are right known to, to make right. appetite like, or that people enjoy or even after dinner coffee with it and just if you could do those things the same things that exist with basically booze but then just say well booze is okay well why can't we operate the same way and, and, and create businesses and, and, and ideas. You know what I mean? Wristband dabs. You get a fucking wristband, 30 bucks, you fucking dab all night, and you know, endless. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can fill places up on crazy but with they, shit. They, you know what I mean? But they have consumption lounges. They just you can't buy the the stuff you're consuming at that lounge. You can go there yeah, to smoke. That's that's bullshit right there. My Exactly, but they, they would need a license to sell it and buy it. Why would you want to buy the stuff from the place you're going to? Really, like that's what you do at the Dr. Green Thumb place. Like you buy it at that shop, and then next door you can smoke it. You just walk right through the doors, and then you can smoke it right there. So it's just like a bar, but well, you're why couldn't it be like that? Just the same. It just what be is, a separate yeah. location. It, you know, it just has to be the next property over. So people have to be smart enough to buy the whole the two properties and have a swinging door in the middle of those two doors where you can walk through after you buy the product. Otherwise they would have to have more licensing and they don't have laws for that shit yet. So it's not like yeah, that's the bottom line. They don't have laws for that stuff. Yeah. Right. And then otherwise you can go smoke at Dr. Green. Unless the now. proprietor of that business can sell. There's no what consumption lounge what do you have memberships that pay a few dollars like how do you make money no, you, just, you don't that's the whole thing you just you go in there and you smoke for free pretty much if you bring your own weed in their packaging you can go in there and smoke 
they won't know the difference. How would they know? It's just in their packaging. So whatever you have, well, it just has to be from their store and they'll let you in their room. Yeah, it's a big no-no to bring your own booze into a bar, right? I mean, yeah, but right. how would they know? Because they can't sell it next door. So like next door, they're selling it, but they wouldn't know if you went home and you just had your stuff in their bag and you went into their lounge to go get some air conditioning and play on the PlayStation for four hours for free, you know? Like that's I've what noticed do. they don't like that at events either, bud. The backpackers. That's what they actually call us is the backpackers. Backpackers. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no sense even saying anything. That fucker's got a backpack. You know what I mean? But in yeah. the same aspect, I laugh because I think to myself, who in the fuck's gonna wake walk away with that unit? You know, just dragging it. It's gonna take a backpack walk away with that unit you're trying to sell me, Chief. <laughs> yeah, there's two reasons to have a backpack: one to buy, and one to bring everything you're not gonna buy. It's like, like yeah, I'm bringing all that shit. They charge an arm and a leg for water and fucking food, so I'll bring my own water and food and weed. But yeah, that's with the consumption lounge over there is pretty cool. Like, my mom's hung out at that lounge and she said it's pretty badass. Like she said that we should go one day. So yeah, you gotta go with me. And I was like, Yeah, two hours away. I'll never go just to go smoke somewhere for two two hours drive well, just to go smoke. I never go to any of his places, but I hear about it, follow him over the years. Yeah, be real, Dr. Green Thumb, whatever. Yeah, he yeah. he has righteous ideas and is tries to set up cool spots. Yeah, he's got the, the ideas for it, and then he's got the money to back it. And then when they finally get the laws to follow, then he's one of the first to do this stuff all the time. So it's like always, it's a rarity to see somebody that's been in the forefront for so long and still. And then they change their pricing. They're not overpriced anymore like they were. He even admitted, and was like, yeah, we were a little high priced. Like now we got prices right. But like, yeah, they were pretty high priced before, but now they got some cheap packs from white label street growers from like people like us like just oh, you know that would be that care about the more small batch Stoner well no he has a right program there. prices right where, where everybody's smoking doing ball hits and shit. like if you're a craft person there's a way you can hit up dr green thumb and get yeah. stuff on the shelf i mean i regional, don't know what who regional all that you have to jump through but i remember him explaining it there's a, such a thing yeah. Well, so we all have a shot if there's a store near you to actually get your products on his shelves. And like, it's not a bad thing, you know, because it's exposure for you, for us, whoever gets their product on the shelf. But it's well, still. Well, I, 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 I feel about him like he's, you know, he's a righteous entrepreneur. There's some people, Burner, and different people that, yeah, they're little slacks little sleazy for or you know money driven where be real like yeah the thing is this is just a business he loves he makes his money a whole other way and he doesn't need to it's a lifestyle make his whole living off of the cannabis stores just make money like this is one of the things like once you make so much money off of it then you can start to relax and take those prices down but like you really don't want to it's like you got to pay for rent and shit too. But when you get money, it's you get money. It's not like you don't know what to do with it. Start a business every other fucking week. Keep on going. It's 
got all these eight stores or some shit. Six stores, California. I just want to throw this out there. I think Mr. Westport would be a good game can of game show host. He'd be a good host for like the fucking stoners prices, right? <laughs> just throwing that out there, Chad. Well, we've done Chad's that one, yeah. That'd be a fun Chad's one. Amsterdam stories for us. Where's Chad at? Is he in chat? He just got back he from Amsterdam, Amsterdam, didn't he? He did. Yeah, he'd be the perfect person to ask some of those questions we had. Fucking, what else would be a funny one? Ooh, fucking the stoner. Uh, what was the one with Vanna White there where they flipped the numbers and shit? Wheel, wheel, of, wheel of brooches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But yeah, the prices, yeah. Wheel of bugs or something like that. You fucking leave with a fucking wheelbarrow full of cannabis and shit. You fucking. <laughs> wheel of coke of ours. No, it's got to be, yeah. It's one of those casino games that'd be easier to come up with the name because they got oh. some cool casino names that would just be grand prize. You could be like a fucking tour to breeder Steve's and shit. <laughs> you, know what cool. you want to take it to us? Tell them what you win, Bob. Get your, get your seeds in the fucking in the bank over there, start growing them and everything over there too. That'd be badass. Like get your shit thrown out. In the field. The I don't think I ever checked out his uh, Instagram. Does he show mm-hmm. his uh, million dollar million Yeah, does he show that? Uh-huh. A little bit of it. Don't know. Right? No, like, I don't not yet. He was on about what a year ago. It's overdue. overdue. Getting back on and it was still in the works, not yet to where he wanted to present it to where every he wants to present it where everything's flowering all at one time and you can walk through there like a fucking Willy Wonka and shit. You know, these million different cultivars or whatever, you know what I mean? But man, I, I even told him, man, I was like, man, I hate to be the guys on your fucking team because he was talking about sending teams out into these fields and fucking uh, <laughs> taking data, taking data on each one of these plants and then uploading it into the fucking basically the matrix. And I'm like, holy shit, man. it'd be quite the process. Wonder what they were using to reset their like senses. After a while, you get polluted with that shit. Maybe they have a procedure where they don't touch the plant so much, or if they do, they have like a pliers or some what kind do you of tool, mean, like a coffee reset when they do like a tasting. You know what I mean? Is that what you're referring to? How they like kind of had to reset their taste buds and shit? I don't know. Just what I do, it just smells like. I I'm, like after so many, like my hands get on it, you know, it must be a way of like where you have to, you know, you can't touch the plant or you'll be polluting all your senses because you'll, you know, your nose will get covered in resin. What about if you like have teams that change 
You know what yeah. I mean? This Today you're working with this strain. This team's going over there. So one team's not necessarily. Um, You'd have to have like a handler and a smeller to be different jobs. Right? Here, come here, hold the body. Smell yeah. this. Maybe a special for each cultivar. Like one person for just that, that, that whole, you know, like one team for that special, for that field, one team for that field, one team for that, like. Maybe they don't touch the plant. Yeah. They just get close enough that they're like, so they, you want somebody that's really used to those plants and knows that plant the best, and you'd get specific people for that, that guy. Has plant. to wear a friar's hat and look like the zigzag man. <laughs> <laughs> he brings a bell when he finds it. Ding, 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 ding. I have announcement. Yes, the town caller. Hey, I don't think it takes an expert there, Green Figures, man. I think anyone could distinguish, you know, be like, oh, this one, boss, smell this one. I don't know, dude. Some people say it smells good. Some people say that shit, and then you go and smell it, and you're like, I don't smell nothing. Well, then you you have notes on your employees, like, yo, your nose sucks, buddy. You you won't be doing anything. You're just water. Go go water. You're on the water team. You're not on the smell team, buddy. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, especially, like, if it's a pheno hunt of, like, 100 or more, like, any way you cut it, that's got to be hard trying to decipher at a certain point. I have a hard enough hope, time you, picking through a couple of them, uh, let alone I can, hundreds I of them. I don't have a problem. Well, you don't. You don't have the environment. Or is that one Sorry, Green Fingers, go ahead. Sorry, that's what I was just gonna say. I have no problem running through thirty different cultivars and smelling all the different keynotes and like all the difference, all the differences in each one, and like I have no problem doing that like all day, every day. Like, so I don't know. Some people might just not have the pellet for it. Maybe I just have a more sophisticated pellet. Just kidding. Well, I think you just yeah, get then, a, like, Somewhere down the line, you you're widening it every day it. with that dispo. Smelling <laughs> it all. Smell all the different shit. You have to. Sophisticated piece of meat. Well, not only is there like. How do you killer. organize it into like a, 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 you know, something that can be quantified i don't know well you got yeah. natural selection and you got artificial selection right you got I mean, certain you can grade anything like uh the lemon the we, this is the lemon haze let's let's grade the lemon haze um we okay. anticipate lemon of course so let's grade that lemon on it oh uh, this is a one that plants a four how about resistance oh resistance is a two. Oh, that one over there well that's a eight on terps on lemon and it's a 12 it's a it's a 9.9 on resistance well that's the winner so there's a, there's a structure you know that that natural selection and with your artificial selection criteria you're going to find those unique cultivars right that yeah. fit your needs well like one the environment i i just have a imagination of it because Honestly. Maybe the story, but like gelato. There's gelato 33, there's gelato 41, there's gelato 45, <laughs> right? I think there's a couple others. Supposedly, this like, was this giant Cino hunt, 100 or whatever, and the, those were the numbers. But then I think 
well, wait, did you take clones of 100 things to back up 33, 40? Or did you re-veg those if you liked them? Or did you really, because if you had 100 of them, then you took clones of each of them and grew them all the way out, well, and kept each one, they would already be like gigantic by the time 60 days or seven. You, you know what I'm saying? The, the, the logistics of it all. To, and then what did you just along the way say, oh, 33, let's bring that one over here. Okay, that's it. And 45, oh, bring that one over here. Yeah, that would, I don't know. That seems like a, unless you did that over years and grew it multiple times, like like just on one shot and you picked it, I I, I don't have those skills. I know that. Yeah. I'm too, like, I can't well, make decisions. You've like, been a lot of times when I, when I by... have to make decision, I let someone else do it. Like, I'll be like, what do you think? Like, do you like this one or this one? Because myself, oh, I can't make it this way. Uh, well, who's, who selected your uh, cup winning um, Blackwater cut? Oh, well, that, you? Wait, that one stood out. Like, well, that awesome. whole thing, well, well, they, there was there this weird go. purple yeah, phenom. That's, that exactly, that's exactly the point. Yeah. See, that's that exactly what you have yeah. to look for, is that outstanding one. Not the yeah. average one. Not the crab apple. You want the ambrosia, the honey crisp. You want the primo shit. And this that was 10 years ago when I used to buy packs. And yeah, you if if you were realistic that you were just hoping to find <laughs> one thing in a pack, and they were very like it was really easy and obvious right away. Today, fuck, things are uniform. There's like they've upped their game where it's not like oh, a bunch of ones that are obviously easy to throw, you know, knock off the... the you know why it's lid. uniform, though, right? Because everything's fucking gelato. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. Or I rust. get that. I see or that. Zettles or Skittles. Gelato want cookies. And some GM GMO in there, too. But yeah, a lot of uh, definitely... Gelato. As they say, the gene pool's getting tight. That's what she said. <laughs> You fucking breeders start putting proprietary on all your packs. That shit will change. All right. You know what I mean? I'm What's in it? None yeah. of your fucking business. You like it legal. or not? You want it? Oh, just give it. Give <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't See? That I'm arbitrary numbers. No yeah. That's number 17 times 20 in my fucking <laughs> library. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or you could decode it with a decoder ring. That would be fun. I think that's ultimately how they keep track of great, great cultivars. They're Fair enough. Then you then you think eagle that we would actually get to be like, oh, you got that number seventeen. You got that seventeen times. <laughs> you got five, get, times the yeah, times the it wouldn't fucking no, matter because man, that breeder's not gonna let seventeen out. I don't think. I don't. You know what I mean? I think right. things will right. tighten up like that. To where everybody will be forced to open the gene pool back up because nobody knows what the fuck what anything is. You know what I mean? They'll have to go back to make doing their own pheno selection and breeding. You know what I mean? Nobody, no more will you see fucking cookies on every pack or fucking Skittles. You right. know what I mean? Because nobody will yeah, know yeah, the yeah. ingredients. You know what I mean? 
it, yeah. it'll bring true canvas back around. Hell yeah, let's do it. Start that's what that's what the boys were saying about the beers. It's like, oh man, I wish they made bland cans, and then only the best beer would be here. And not only that, the cops wouldn't tell what we were drinking. <laughs> I mean, that's that's one of them things, man. You want to know? You want to know the Coke fucking recipe? <laughs> here you go. Give me bust the wallet out. You know what I mean? Here you go. Here's the Coke recipe. You can be a fucking subsidiary or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the way your strains will move forward after that. You know what I mean? I think Keep some of those dollar recipe in the safe. I wouldn't That's doubt that some of these people play that game a bit, you know, like, oh, this is a GMO cross of whatever. Meanwhile, it might not be a GMO cross, right? It might be playing a hype game or it might be playing like, oh, I don't want you motherfuckers to know what I got going on here. So I'm going to throw you fucking other copycats out. Yeah. Imagine some of that game's played. Or they don't give a shit and they've got all gelatos. Yeah. Or somebody yeah. else's make breeding go back to fucking serious bullshit because people want to make sure that that's, you know what I mean? That's my fucking fire right there. You know what I mean? There's wearing that on your sleeve and shit. That's my creation. It's the best I can fucking make it and shit. You know what I mean? I think so it'll do. People, when they get uh, seeded weed and they give wonders. it out, they name they change the name of that weed because usually it's a work in progress and they don't want nobody to know what those seeds are. So it's like fuck you. You're not gonna know what those seeds were. So I'm gonna change the name of the weed even because I don't want you to think that you got seeds of this weed. Because that happens to to the cookies back back when I first heard of cookies when they first first came out. Oh, a lot of seeded cookies were popping around and everybody I'm, had. I'm, I got the seeds. I got seeds from it cookies. Will... Burner's like, that's not our cookies. That's not the right cookies. You got fucking, you got the fookies or whatever they call it. They were fucking making dumb fucking mini <laughs> You got fookies. You got fookies. Fucking, they were just all making all the shit because they didn't want to be found out that they got fucking seeds from everybody. Like everybody had that shit, you know? And again, I want to emphasize that I I also think it's going to tighten up each and every one of those lines because, as Buddy said, they're going to win. By the time they get it to Buddy, they are going to be uniform as fuck because that breeder ain't going to want you to find a fucking 41 or a 33. He's going to want you to find that fucking pheno that you're talking about that one he's proud of and shit you know what i mean that's what he's gonna want you to find because his reputation's on the fucking line you know what i mean this is it this is the one you want there were more of that pheno hunt variation bullshit you're buying you're buying what you bought what what they put out there and i think that's what cannabis should be you know when you put a pack out there you should there shouldn't be a variant you know, of 10 different fucking cultivars, you know what I mean? 10 different phenos. You should be able to pop that pack and it should be fucking gelato. You know what I mean? It should be whatever it says right there on the pack. No picture. It shouldn't, you shouldn't get a lemon, a lime, or a strawberry. You know, you buy a root beer, it should be fucking root beer. <laughs> you don't want to diet root beer. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I think you take away the fucking... You put it back to just a proprietary system, everybody will fucking care and be very critical. You mean you mean people with the work lines? That's like fucking people don't want to put time into work lines. They don't want to do any line work. 
that's like the whole problem with people now. Like they don't want to find those. Well, those are those are the big breeders, though, right? I think a small guys take. We take those. We take what they give us, right? And we find something that qualifies our criteria, right? We're like, fuck yeah, we'll run that and fine tune it, right? Yeah. And And when you start to research, like what breeder you're interested in, their stuff. There's people that are obviously it's their life's work, like. Like one that comes to mind, Bob Hemphill, right? This guy is like, he doesn't have enough time in his life to do the project that he's working on, right? Type of guy. When there's other breeders that, I don't know what their ultimate motivation is, but they're just, they, they won't be here 10, 20, 30. Like in my mind, I meet certain people and I know they're lifers. Like up, down, all around, they're in cannabis for their life. There's other people are like hit and missers, you know, they giving it a try if it pays off though. But most of those people, because over the years I'm I've seen a lot of people come and go. I always wonder where all the goes. I get that. But we're in a day and age now where that all this shit can be tissue cultured and put in a fucking safe deposit box for the next gen. You know what I mean? For that work to keep carrying on and take over, you know, keep that name, that strain going. I'm telling you right now, you put that kind of mindset behind it. You know, Coca-Cola, you can't, you ain't going to fucking show up into a restaurant and go, yeah, this is my bread, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola is going to slap that right out of your hands. That ain't my shit. Don't you even tell anybody that's Coke. <laughs> you know what I mean? That ain't the recipe. <laughs> I'm going to sue you ass. Well, you, you know, you know a thing when they, <laughs> when they bring on bothers, they learned this years ago, but it's like the same thing with cannabis. You can have the recipe, but if you don't recreate the environment, meaning the temperature and the humidity inside the facility. So like, oh, when they set up bottlers in weird places, yeah, the shit didn't come out right. Years ago, they realized, oh, guess what has to be right? All the parameters. That's the same thing with cannabis, right? Like like if, if the temperature, humidity, everything you can can almost recreate things in different places we're far from being able to do that big industry they've learned to do that and a lot of times the sops with with those type of products yeah it gets down to like having a standard humidity that we got us what what part of the country you're in that the facility's under standard temperature and if you don't control those factors, shit don't come out the same, whether it's a Dorito, a bottle of Coke, a, any of that shit. Again, the fucking, the, the, the blueprint's already been made, brother. You, everything that you said can be achieved indoors. You can repeat that, exactly. you know what I mean? And now We're to take care that. of what you said, just like Coca-Cola, you put a fucking distributing center in fucking Michigan. You put a distributing center in fucking well, California with I mean, the said conditions. And, you know, with, repeatable. Boom, boom, with boom. With maybe not billions strains. of dollars, but Jungle Boys is in the in the process of proving that out because they spent 35 or 50 million building out basically the identical thing, identical to what they operate in LA or out here, out in Florida. Just now got licensed. It's just barely open, but you'll 
if everything goes the way they think it should go, they should be able to produce the exact same shit that they do here, there. And it's all done with pretty tight SOPs. I mean, they're an example of, a, of one of the operating uh, companies that, well, I guess over the next years, you'll see if that's, and then if it works there, they can just start bouncing to, to everywhere. Cookies, yeah, that what's really going on there is he's just contracts whoever is going to supply. So when, if you go to a California cookie store, that's the menu is that. They don't have that in Oregon's cookie store or in whatever states, right? Because they, he just, you can't interstate, right? Oh, you might have some on the slide, but no, legally you can't bring California weed to your store out in New York. You have to have New York weed. So he just contracts people to be the growers for each of the areas. Jungle Boys, he's trying to SOP and grow the exact same shit and have the same menu he has here, there, and spent a lot of money replicating like everything. So I guess we are doing it. At least a couple people are. It's 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 going to be really interesting to say the least to see what comes out of campus in the next few years, man. We've all waited for this fucking point, and you know where it goes from here. We're still in deer, you know what I mean? And I don't know. I'm I'm definitely afraid of everything we've talked about earlier. You know, as far as Big companies, you talked, you referenced alcohol earlier, buddy. These companies, as I said the other night when I was talking to Canna, they're not going to take this shit lightly. They're investing all their money right now in what they're losing to. They're businessmen, you know what I mean? They're, they're, they'll bet both sides. <laughs> I'm losing the cannabis? Fuck, we better throw up some cannabis grows, you know what I mean? Same thing with Big Pharma and tobacco, all the way across the board. That's who we're going to lose the game to. And the same people that are running the shit now. <laughs> they're like, I remember as a, as a voter or whatever, we used to think, oh, we just got to wait till that older people die off and then we'll have better chances at changing some of these things. The, the these brought- companies you, you list, they're in it for the 100, 200 year play. And so they, we, they, they know like, unless we like teach our children or whatever the thing, we're, we're, we're not in their way. We're only here for so many years and their plays long. So they're not even worried about like how do we knock them out of the business, whatever. No, we're just we're gonna die off, and they have a fresh, you know, uh, generation, and they're looking at like like I I said this before, not even our kids. They're going like, yeah, our customers are your kids' kids, your grandkid, your little new grandkid. That's who they're thinking there's gonna be in position and there'll be like a major just like all the other products by that there won't be a black market there won't be craft growers or or that won't be even a enough to phase them and they'll all be them yeah 
But they're not going to try to take it over and like, well, we're still here because they don't need to. They can even like this whole thing with the collapse of the price and the over uh, uh, production and the least in California, it's bad. Like they call it an extinction event. It's, it's people are fucked. Um, yeah. What created that? Like how much are they already like creating shit that like, yeah, they're, they're good at creating shit situations where this could all be a uh, uh, part of their plan. And the fact that we're in this situation, even California, like we forget that prop 64, the recreational thing in California has only been enacted for four and a half years and over two of those years, our country was basically locked down or in some bullshit. And they've like taken something that was like 50 years of health and whatever it was and like have run it into the ground that quick and have made it like, holy shit, what's going to happen? That's pretty gnarly, like in four and a half years. <laughs> you know, you, what you say is very true and you're going to see it real quickly in Oklahoma you know what I mean I've talked to a few people in Oklahoma that say you know the market is there's it's overfilled right now the prices are dropping and the prices that are fucking the people that are in the in control of the main portion of the market there are sick of it so they're actually putting more and more legislation into the, into Oklahoma that's going to fucking freeze a lot of shit up and then slow the influx down and fucking drive the prices back up. You know what I mean? They're, they're already tired of the losses and they know how to play the game, the political game. You know what I mean? The little guys know that we don't have the funding for that shit. Well, ultimately, none of the laws and none of the people and then it's a supply and demand product and there's plenty of other <laughs> products that are supply and demand in history of our humanity they're complicated and they take like people finally understanding supply and demand you can't overproduce you can't underproduce and everyone has to cooperate in that for it to be healthy some things until they learn that lesson almost went under and had you know, all kinds of ups and downs. But cannabis obviously needs that. They're paying the, our government all this money for regulation and all that, but there's not one hint of that. Like, it's like they didn't even think of it. No, we're pretty, this, you know, modern era, like understanding that this is just bottom line of supply and demand product. And if you give too many licenses or if you overproduce it's going to crash the whole thing which basically is what's happened that's what's happened in california that's what happened in canada that's what's happened in oklahoma i don't know the exact shape of minnesota and other states but overproduction is what the big I, problem is that's not a problem, problem right? though buddy I, I don't know who wants to jump in on consumer side i think sorry you're, brother Let's go talk about the consumer wins, right? Cheaper ounces. I just, yeah, but that's not going to happen, though. You know what I mean? They, they we win, but that's not business. 
You know, we, we're talking about, you know, the canvas community, but that's not fucking business. Business is fucking cold-hearted. I've said that about worm castings, you know what I mean? Simple things as worm castings. You buy it by the pound. Why not fucking throw a bunch of fucking sand in your worm bin so that shit comes out nice and sandy? It's weight. You know what I mean? That's the way fucking big business thinks. And I think fucking, buddy, you're onto something there. You know what I mean? You're right. Big business thinks in the long run. So why wouldn't Oklahoma, you know, who's kind of considering it, go, okay, yeah, let's go cowboy. We're going to fucking go unlimited fucking this. We're going to dish out all kinds of license. We're going to let all you ants set up everything. And then we'll slam into all these fucking legislations on you guys and watch you guys fold up one by one as we come back through and fucking snag up your guys' operation. You know what I mean? You guys go ahead and set everything up for us and we'll come back through and buy it all up cheap and reset it all up again. You know, that's, well, I think that's probably already been thought of. That I when we get to the national level politics on this, when the federal law change, There'll be this argument, political argument that will come out of like, we gave them a chance. We gave them a chance, like the ma us to have our own thing and be part of it. But it failed and, and welcome the new, the new guy in town. And, and that's when whatever corporation is gonna come in fully, they're already positioned to do that. But like where the government's finally going to say, yeah, all that licensing, all that individual shit, all this and that. That's the way it is in agriculture. Corporate farming. There's no more individual farmers. They all ate the dust over the last 20, 30 years. The whole farm aid and all that issue, that happened. And now agriculture is, for the most part, completely corporate farmed. Welcome to that's, the new that's world. That's the same thing. Yeah, like... Like why that's the the people that are in control of like the politics of it and that that's the world they live in. That's how they see it. They all these uh, we have the right. We are the legacy people and this and that. Yeah. I don't think the feds are going to give a shit about that. Terroir, all that kind of shit. No, nah, no. Nah. Like you said, buddy, we're the one percenters who only care about all those little fine details. Majority of people just give me that cheap pre-roll. I'll take that one. No, yeah, what's like that? you say, ultimately, oh, it's good for the customer because eventually, even though, like Eagle pointed out, it hasn't broke yet. They're still paying like eight prices like they always have, pretty much, even though they're buying pounds for next to nothing. So something has to give. Eventually, yep, that price is going to break. And that's the consumer is going to go, well, that's great. I, they were fucking charging me way too much for a fucking eighth of shit for decades. Yeah. You so know, $80 ounces in my area. Yeah. It's, it's not like a, any anyone on the panel wouldn't smoke that weed, though, right? It's not that caliber of cannabis. Definitely not ganja. <laughs> it's just like, it. you know. It's, it's what green fingers is smoking those mids i have to test everything. have a little bit of flavor there's a little bit of flavor in there to make you like mm. 
do you taste it? A little strawberry? Fruity, yeah, yeah, yeah. A little berry berry at the end? Yeah, Yeah. little, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine notes of a pine and, yeah. Valley of Aspen, the air of Aspen Mountains. Ooh, there it is, the fresh pines. Yeah. Well, I think any connoisseur group, whether it's wine people, cannabis people, or Wagyu beef people, the people in it are under an illusion that more people, if not everyone, is also like them, a connoisseur. But within the connoisseurs, which most of us are that, that's why we're on this show, that's why we do what we do, we're like, like a tenth of a hundredth of a percent or some shit, like people that are connoisseurs of anything, right? Yeah. Most people are just general consumers of it. That's the truth. That's, Don't that's what I obsess used to on any one thing that's, that far. That's why we must base what we're doing on consumers, you know, what they're going to look for, not just well, fucking, well, not what we like. The, that's not going to work. For you. We won't be in business for them. So you got to make you it pull run. them, they'd say, well, that's, how about a uh, a $50 ounce. That's what they're talking. Right. Show them how to grow their own. Yeah. That grow, too. Overgrow the world. That's the only other thing to do. So. And, and then that becomes a whole balance because you have a billion dollar industry. It's the equipment and products. It's based on home growers for the most part and new home growers. And what makes home growers motivated to do it is because it costs so much. And if the price comes down and down and down, there's less motivation. People like, like why buy tomatoes? They're only a dollar something at the store or whatever, right? No. Well, when they're $15 a pound, everyone would grow tomatoes, right? But, but whose tomatoes taste so, better? The ones that you grew in your backyard or the ones from the store that were picked when they were green? You know? But only like, only so many people cared about that, dude. Right? And then, Most nah, people don't, don't like, they just shove it in their face and don't give a fuck, dude. Let's be a honest. lot of people do care, but they're just not. Now there's nobody with money anymore like there used to be. So now we can grow our own cool flavors that they're not going to have at the store. That's that's the only thing. And how, and how many people grow their own tomatoes, you, right? Probably a small fraction. Said, yeah, but there's like. Right, like there's only a, on. like a connoisseur's class is a small thing. And most of those people, whether you, you are that at the beginning or not, end up growing their own because that's the only way to really take, be that, you know, just like somebody that's probably what? really into beer, they end up brewing their own shit in their garage to like at a certain point after buying this amount of beer and trying this amount of beer eventually like fuck that i'm gonna make my own beer and and this is the this is the cycle for growing or at least home growing right now is fucking it will come back after a point after a point but this is what i've seen from the whole time that I've been following cannabis, fucking every it goes from medical in that state, and everybody has to start growing because they're waiting on fucking shit to get set up. 
So you, it's a homegrown responsibility. And I think they do it on purpose. Ha ha, we made it legal, but you can't buy it nowhere. If you want to grow your own, <laughs> you fucking go ahead or wait for us. And then you, everybody starts growing and the companies come in with their picks and axes and fucking start making their money. And then fucking recreational comes in and then it just like Buddy says, Everybody goes, fuck, why am I growing this in the hassle? I can go down and buy it at the store. And you see every one of them fucking grow shops pack up and fold up because there ain't nobody ain't growing anymore. So now fucking now you have a hard time finding the supplies. But it won't be until people continuously get fucked by the fucking you know, the, the large scale cannabis where they go, man, I put, I sold my grow lights for this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck. I'm tired of this shit. Back to the fucking grow store, you know, or fire up the lights. But I think it won't, it's going to take that. You know what I mean? Well, that's going to take yeah. a long time, man. Just like tomatoes, um, right? How yeah, many people grow their own tomatoes? Yeah. Not too many. <laughs> But once you yeah. figure out that the, your own tomatoes kick the shit out of the industry's tomatoes, man. Yeah. Right. It, it, just like most things, actually. Eggs, anything you produce yourself, just, just crushes that mass-produced shit. Yeah. That's why it's good to do a little bit of everything, you know? Not just to have cannabis growing, but your food. Maybe you have a few chickens and pigeons, doves, or whatever. Well, yeah, but the reality is the majority of people, at least in the United States, do not live in circumstances that they're able to do a lot of that. Some people got really creative, even with like patios and small little things. And But for the most part, beyond the fact that day-to-day grind of like just getting your kids to school and job and this and that and a lot of people just don't have the time to, to do this stuff, you know, or the desire. Some of them just don't have the desire. You well, know? the knowledge. Right. That's why they made autos, though. <laughs> you don't got to know how to do shit. Even and- to appreciate, like, whether a good tomato but, or plus- bad tomato, you would have to be a person that actually cooks at home. And, like, seems to me like a huge amount of the world today pretty much eats out or delivery yeah. like even like it's weird you go into a restaurant they have like a whole table set up and there's these guys coming in and out like what do you call them uber drivers or the food delivery thing which is like yeah people don't even go to the restaurant anymore they just have it brought to their house <laughs> well that's what they're doing to us though like it's all part of agenda 2030 so it's like it's, it is pretty weird. I don't know. I seems there's some bizarre it's shit. Now it's, it was twenty twenty one now it's already there. So now we're already so at the, for the, the boss. Like we were talking about that too, buddy, the other night, man. Fucking, that's when the posh cannabis is gonna come through, man. I honestly think at some point it's gonna become like a posh thing. To basically where they have a cannabis gardener, you come in, you you bring in the fire, 
You know what I mean? I want six cookies and I'll take a couple of runs and you bring them in, you plant them, you come by and then they just walk through with their friends and their girlfriends and go, look at my gelato plant. And you know what I mean? And you, you know, I think that's going to be a thing. I really believe that's going to be a thing. It is the thing though already because they have consulting from right now like if we can go grow somebody else's plant on their property for them if they really want you know so anybody need your plant growing i can go to your house and grow it for you guys plane ticket thousand dollars for my time just kidding thousand dollars a day and i'll be there and the plane ticket and I will go show you how to grow your cannabis the right way. Okay, I'll show you how to grow it my way. Probably won't work. Probably won't work at all. See, that's well, the whole reason. Today, I, I, we, we took the scenic route to this place, Ojai, which is like east of Ventura in California. Santa Paula is this other town. And there was mile after mile after mile of like this the beautiful agriculture whether it was lemons limes pomegranate trees avocado trees row crops landscape uh, operations thriving like just thriving in this area um yeah like a lot of what my area used to look like before we had the water price hike that basically wiped that out which, which, like, yeah, the big issue here is in San Diego County, we <clears throat> no longer have an ag rate for water. We pay the same residential rate, you know, regardless how big of a farmer you are or not. And, yep, that's the end of farming. <laughs> and everything just basically went away over the last 10 years because of that. Well, and then you go to places that have ag rates and you're like, holy shit, this is what it used to look like. It was weird today. It was like, yeah, we used to have that when I moved here 23 years ago, but when this water thing happened, yeah, fucked it up. Yeah. Used to have that where I used to live, where we'd have thousands of different types of fruit trees and shit, and then they let that die off to build golf courses because fruit wasn't going to make money, but golf was. So the golf industry blew up over there. Fucking crazy. All the fruit went to the wayside. I just threw it all away. How's the seedlings doing, Green Fingers? How's the what? How's your seedlings doing? I put them in soil over there. They're all popped up. Are these some of the seeds I sent you? You got them going? Mm-hmm. Oh, good. A couple of them. A little cheese over there. Fuck, I forgot the name. Queso. Oh, one of uh, Masonic's. Masonic's. Yeah, those yeah. should be good. Yeah. Backstrap gelato auto for Mr. Major. Oh. 
Chem Sweet, <laughs> Gelato Otto for Mr. Major. Gelato Otto. Guava Gelato Otto. Well, that sounds good. Anvil Gelato Otto. And there's one regular, and it's called James Cush. Femmes. <laughs> And there's only a few of those where there's a lot of those autos. Oh, yeah. That was a lot of autos. You need a lot of autos. Like, you, you, a 10-pack, <laughs> that's not very, like, yeah, you need to sell these by the 100-pack. That's that's how they are. Crazy. And then you could do some damage. My friend, a my bunch of it. <laughs> or doing some damage. <laughs> my friend buys three packs and he's like, he's like, I'm killing it. And I'm like, you need to grow some regs, bro. And you'll fucking be killing it, dude. Grow some photo periods and photo, make them make them big, man. Take a picture when you stand next to it and you can't see yourself behind it. That's well, like, buddy, did you did you happen to send uh, a little bit of that uh, auto flower to Green Fingers? No, it, I haven't. No, he wasn't going to. Tuesday. Well, no, yeah. I like in the last one, I, I, I might have been able to pull it off, but I didn't. And then I was like, dead show, mule, this show. Now that's over for a while. There's no shows for at least a couple weeks. Just, uh, when you send it, do it like Eagle said. Just name it 23 cross with 82 and don't let him know what yeah. it is. And then we can find out what he, which one he liked. See if, see if it's auto. <laughs> and we know he's going to love the auto. auto on it and I'll just grow it because I don't care about autos. I'll grow anything. No, no, I'm going to send you about... some of these because I think you in your environment might be the perfect thing. Where in that 100 days, even though it's hot, they don't seem to give a fuck about environment. That's the thing. They're not photo, right? I put them out there, mine. They've been done a while, but they were out there when it was under 50 degrees outside, which usually my other plants don't like it when it's under 50. Um, uh, yeah, like, so that's the positive things about them. Like, I think you could just plant them in weird spots and come back 100 days later and you'd be like, fuck, especially if somehow it could just get a little water. Yeah, gorilla growing them, not no beast, just the little ones. Like even if you were in a city and you just put them everywhere and planters everywhere, yeah, they just pop up and some of them would make it a hundred days and there'd be buds. Just go down to the wash, fucking plant a bunch of them by the golf courses. Yeah, yeah, you need pounds of these seeds. That's ultimately when you're having fun, not ten pack. That's that's not, you're not going to do nothing with that. That's what I realized. I had a bunch three years ago, and then I only had a few left. That's why I asked for more. And somebody's making them by the thousands. So they're like got handfuls. That's how you do it. Handfuls. You know, let, let them roll. Just like, just like you'd throw out other seeds, like farmers in the past. They just throw them. And and some would germinate, some wouldn't, but yeah. Throw them during the rainstorm. Yeah, that's, that's, a, 
that would be a fantasy of mine with the autos. Have like big old bag of them and just go anywhere, toss a handful, see what happens. You get Chuck your fryer head <laughs> if you do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I smoked myself into submission, guys. I got to take off. Oh, I'm just about ready to pass out. Right on, Johnny. So I'm, I'm feeling, I'm feeling it. So I'll catch Dude, you guys Jack. all later. Eagle, love Johnny. Green finger, buddy, kilowatt, the major. I'll talk to you guys later. Man. Appreciate you guys. Take care, dude. Appreciate you, bro. Love you. Yeah, even Johnny's idea about uh, off the strip or what I know, a beat up hotel or casino in Vegas. It would be cool if like a weed nerd group could all invest and be like the ownership of something that took off like that. And we had the brilliant idea to be the first to build such an establishment. Like even just like the Hard Rock Hotel, kind of like that. But instead of instruments, you could even like have, you know, different things like bongs from the past instead of a guitar, like or mothership pieces, and you know, a whole cannabis. Save this with all the most fucking fun intent. You could we couldn't we couldn't do that because fucking we're all fucking growers. As it is right now, if we can clean out a fucking four by four space, we're like, I can grow some shit like that. If we landed a hotel deal, a fucking strip hotel like that, each one of us would be like, This is grow room one, grow room two. <laughs> 20, week 20. Yeah. <laughs> we can find your the hotel thing only gone there until we all met here. up and realized we had an abundance of seeds and we can all fucking just grow, throw up a big old roll. Yeah. It, we have it's a local brewery that got famous. It's called Stone, Stone Brewery or whatever. And they have this restaurant built into their brewery over in Vista here where, yeah, the table, it, it's all glass and you can see everything and when i went there once this was years ago when it was kind of new i thought this would be the same thing like if the, you, you could have like the cannabis grow and when people were there eating they would be able to see yeah just like the brewery they had all the different fucking bats and shit and guys were in there working or doing whatever and it was like behind glass they were like in a separate thing but all the tables in the restaurant were sat where you had view of that. That was part of the design. And when I saw that, I thought, yeah, one day there'll be like a killer indoor cannabis grow going on. But the same thing. Why not? But we had a killer. I mean, there was a killer grow in uh, a spot in uh, Molson Brewery, shut down brewery in Barrie, Ontario. And, uh, they used the vats as a grow room for years and years. This facility, without anyone knowing, just like workers showing up, man, get the business done. To one day, it was all shut down, <laughs> busted. Well, like a, a virgin, the in industry is in Temecula's wine. 
which now they have like this winery row and all these wineries that maybe only in the last 10 years it's built up. They've kind of put themselves on the map a little bit. And driving out back to the highway, especially over the Temecula side, there's all these plots that, that in the last few years are new. They're, they're grapes. Well, I been up north and know how many fucking hundreds and thousands of acres of grapes it takes to make wine and these little 30 acre show plots are what they are right the winery uh, wants to be able to say they have something so they have pictures and they fuck they spend more money on the fencing and the all this stuff because it's like a show plot to to have your winery where most of that wine the grapes, I know, because I know what's grown around here. No, we don't grow enough grapes. And even when I drive by these grapes, when when I lived up north, you drive by when they're like close to harvest. It was nothing but abundance. Like, fuck grapes. Fucking peeling off of those vines. That never, these grapes, they don't really grow good down here. But they have this wine industry. They're like the front. Like they're, like I say, they're like show fields right so where do they get their all the grapes from then foreign foreign buyers you know i'm not very much into the wine business but years ago when i was buying grape seed ethanol from a place in oregon when back then it was like one of the few places that you could access that stuff that company and that website that was a they call it fortifier right so there's different ethanol products that were made and sold to the wine industry. Like, oh, if you made a batch of wine, it was only 3% alcohol. Oh, and then you just fortify it with ethanol and the best ethanols or, or grapeseed ethanol, but it's really expensive. They had lesser ethanols, but you went to that website and read the descriptions of the products. Yeah. Wine fortifiers is basically what that, website was and what they sold so like a lot of wine isn't what you think it is you know what i mean it's just welch's with some fucking ethanol a lot of it's just grape juice. <laughs> I mean, right no it's just grape juice is what they were they said like all you have to do yeah is- i mean there's real wine and all that but yeah. there's like this thing that's, that's going on to mecula is more of like uh i don't know You'd have to see it grow in the last ten years. It's it's uh it's forced. Creating wineries. It's it's not like up north where there's real wineries and there's generational wine. No. You drink it by the bottle or by the box? I think you drink it by the bottle. I mean by the box. Yeah, I don't touch the shit. Yellowtail from Australia. I should drink it by the box. What do you drink, Sarah Eagle? I don't drink mage. No, I was just listening to the thing on Yellowtail Wine, how they actually changed the whole industry by making their own niche, basically, about what Buddy's talking about there. You know, they had old school wine and vineyards that were going under or had set a price scale. Yellowtail came in and did pretty much what Buddy's talking about, made a quality wine, made it affordable, and kind of carved their own niche, but necessarily didn't hurt the kind of sewer market 
or you know the like cheap cheap market they just kind of carved out their own niche you know what i mean yeah. i was gonna say made, yeah that's a decent quality made, wine. made wine out of water yeah made something decent so now we have wine once in a while just you know for your health if you believe in that yeah the book is uh blue ocean by the way if you want it Yes, I like to read it. It's actually really good. Yeah. Talks, My wife talks now about that, setting, now. making, she setting drank enough wine yourself for all apart about from the others, making your bone blue ocean. And yeah. she, actually, she actually knew her wines and all that shit, or at least she thought she did. <laughs> but the bottom line is she drank a couple bottles of wine almost every fucking day. <laughs> I used to that was her thing. Of wine. I think when I get old, that's what I'm gonna fucking do too, man. Plus prescription pills, just the heavy shit. Just Whatever because, right? just because, yeah. What the fuck else am I gonna do? Where just eat mushrooms, psychedelics, and drive my fucking drone helicopter that takes me around everywhere I go, probably in the future. And if you crash, I'm sure there's like nanobots that repair my body. <laughs> Could be a wonderful future. <laughs> Can't destroy yourself. Just give her, yeah, plus fields of autos. Oh, that stuff kills everything, man. Autos <laughs> kills your ambition <laughs> and self growing them. Just growing them <laughs> makes you fucking a better person altogether. Just fucking. <laughs> well, you won't shit, get high. Coming up on 620. <laughs> Two-minute warning, boys. We're going to close her down at 620. All right. I'll be first. I'll be first. It was always good hanging. I'm glad I got home in time to chit-chat. Fuck, I spent six hours on the road today for like three-hour music, but it was worth it. (laughs) Uh, Have a good uh, holiday tomorrow. It's a new holiday we get. Holidays tomorrow. That's a holiday. A nude holiday. Up here here in Canada, it's a national Indigenous Day. It's the teeth or the whatever it is down there. Juneteenth. It's new. Well, it's actually the second year of it, but the first year we were in COVID, so no one paid attention. But now it's like, yeah, you get a day off or whatever. Right. Yeah, there won't be no banks nice. or post office tomorrow. Oh fuck! I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, fuck. yeah. Federal holiday. Huh. Promising people Enjoy. stuff. And cheers, buddy. All right. Yeah. Cheers, buddy. <laughs> I did not know. All right, boys. I'll be up next. Green fingers. Pop those fucking seeds, man. An eagle. We'll see you in the future, brother. Ah, okay. I look like this. Pop back as a cartoon. Oh shit! Fucking hell yeah! Everybody, go find some seeds. Fucking, that's what I've been doing. Um, smoking my nose. Evil, thank you for having us. Love you. Have a great morning.
And thank you once again. Thank you, Love brother. You. Love you too. Think of me as this cuddly teddy bear. No. Love <laughs> <laughs> you, bro. Have a great day. For all the rest of you guys, I'm sorry, but it's that late. So I'm going to skip the shout outs tonight, but I'll get to you guys tomorrow. With that being said, hopefully you guys know the deal. If this is the end of your day, your journey, please get some rest. If this is the beginning of your day, your journey, please take time for a little bit of self-love, a little bit of meditation along the lines of your beginning of your week. Hopefully it's a prosperous start to your week. Take time to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I am a living, breathing example of that. Take time. And it's so easy to do. Non-monetary stuff. Monetary stuff if it's needed. But most of the time, as long as it comes from the heart and it's directed right into their eyes, you'd be surprised how far it will take. With that being said... Have a great Monday. I'll see you tonight at 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time in the weed nerd world.